Here, this uh, is it natural meal enhancement? Uh, so, so, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, all right, take it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not really my. I ain't here to be no damn social worker. All right, so uh, whatever you're doing, homework is hella loud. Mic check one, two, one, two. Mic uh, check one, two. So, any which way, as How we I, sounding, right, is your dongle plugged in? I feel yeah. like I got a pause when I say dongle. I wish you would. <laughs> Dongle these nuts, how? You say what? Garbage. Garbage, garbage. Um, <clears throat> how we sound? Yeah, we solid. So, anyways, right? So, okay, I'm listening. What were you saying? So, I forgot what we were even talking about beforehand, but I think we were talking about... A little blue diamond. Yeah, but something about making them stretch or something like that. Oh, uh, finessing the game. So, it's also, like, in jail form, too. Mm-hmm. So, I could... Viagra's in jail form? Uh, no, Blue Chew, my nigga. Blue Chew? Yeah, Blue Chew, my nigga. So, Blue Chew is... Whatever it is, you're trying to have me talk about commission of a crime. <laughs> we talking about everything we do is legal, fam. I don't know, I don't know what you're talking about. So, <laughs> but yeah, you can, get, you can get it in jelly form, so I don't carry it in tablet form anymore. Like you put it on toast? Nah, nah, nah. It's like coming like a little satchel. But that's not besides the point. Do you put on like orange gel, like between your gums? I don't know what these niggas do, fam. <laughs> like, quit you, you put it directly quit, on your joint. Quit asking me all these questions about what niggas do with their sex. All right, okay. So I'm just telling you, I quit carrying the tablets, and I only give them the because you cut the tablets in half. So I only move the jelly. Uh, you the, can only use a, the jelly once because it comes in like. Nigga, a you don't know if you put. Do you put it on your? You take everything orally, sir. Okay, all right. Okay, niggas not why, like niggas. I not, don't know how these things. Who work. are you, My Richard? Penis works great. Who are you, know. Richard Pryor, nigga? Why are you I'm putting sorry, cocaine I'm, I'm on your? Erectile dysfunction, shaming, shaming. Sorry, but hey, for <laughs> fellas out there, if you don't know, just eat like watermelon, uh, oysters, cranberries. Bro, why are you trying to cut into my business? My bad. Thank you. All right, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo. <laughs> my fault. My nigga come. Trying to get my Sebi on and shit. Yo. Fucking Aminos. Uh, you hella just came through trying to step on my on my toes. His uh, dick-built empire. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> I need those. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um... This is a very phallic start to our. Uh, it's kind of wild, bro. Don't, right. don't you ever lead our show with the word phallic? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever, man. Crumbling your empire. All right. So, um, that's a that's a wild empire to have. That's insane. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. All right, bro. I hate everything about this conversation. All right, um, yo, I got a cat that be coming through like four, copping like four at a time. He's living life. Bro, he's like twenty four. Jeez Louise. Yo, you know what's funny though? Um yo, what's up, y'all? We see y'all coming in. Run them shares up, run them shares up, run them shares up. Somebody send me script. <laughs> what's the script? I thought you had sent the script. I didn't really send the script. It's on the oh not yet, not that script, other script. Oh. Yeah, we got uh we got the homies in the house right now. We got the homies in the house. I want to run these shares up before we uh before we run the intro though. All the early comers, what's up, y'all? Oh, it's just not. So are we? Are we still? Was that a a pun on my? <laughs> what? All the early comers, like early we still comers. on that, fam? <laughs> Is Viagra for premature? Well, here's the funny thing. Viagra initially was for uh, high blood pressure. 
And niggas found that side effect. Like, no, no, they found out the side effect. It's like for the longest insurance used to cover it. Really? Yeah, until they found out that's what it was. So, but uh, they still use it. Like, Cialis on a, at a low dose can still be used for. Uh, I remember you telling me that. That's kind of crazy. Uh, one of our, our OGs, he uh, he yeah. said he was miserable. Damn. <laughs> it was like he like the wrong gust of wind. Everything. He's like, <laughs> he's like I hate I hate it here. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Crazy, crazy. Um, did y'all go Black Friday shopping? Kinda. Or not? Where'd y'all get Black Friday shopping? I feel like Black Friday is a, it's not really a thing anymore. It's dying down definitely. Huh? Did Cyber Monday was Cyber Monday any more lit than Black Friday was? Pretty much. Really, I'm going to keep it G. Really, Black Friday starts the day before Thanksgiving. Yeah. They're getting ridiculous now. They, like, they're doing a whole week now. It's well, week. but it's kind of smart, though, because I went to the polo store on Wednesday, so I didn't want to deal with it Friday. Because mm. I know Friday they were going to ransack the place. So, really, that's kind of why, why it's kind of brilliant to me. But Monday, they just stopped doing it in store, and you just it's the same sale now. It's just online. I'm not sure if a 70 year old lady doesn't get trampled over a flat screen TV. <laughs> did, if did I want to, really happen. It's not really lit like that. If nobody gets like hairline fractures over the new Tickle Me Elmo, I ain't really fucking with it like that. Tickle Me, nigga, they don't even sell those no more. They don't. Um, not really. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, homework. You got hella kids. Nick said hella kids. Right. <laughs> I cannot wait till the day it happens. This man, I can't. Oh, Earth gonna be lit. I can't wait. Jealousy and envy coming from my enemies. Why does that just be jealous? Bro, I'm, you... I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying nah, to let me flourish. You celebrate when nah, you get let me, lit. Let me flourish. <laughs> Yo, imagine throwing him a baby shower and he don't got no baby on the way. <laughs> Yo, just to attract time. the energy. Yo, Yo this nigga think it's a normal surprise party. It's all baby gifts. You'd be sick. Imagine, imagine we did a surprise party for DJ High Q and it's a baby shower. That's some cruel shit. To where do to where are we doing it at? I don't know. Because I'm wild. burning that motherfucker. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> Yo, that's the that's the nastiest surprise party of your life. I swear to God, once my mom uh texts me Happy Father's Day and I blocked her for the rest of the day. <laughs> Can you imagine not even having any inkling you have a child on the way and somebody throws you a surprise baby shower and that's where you get served your child support? <laughs> Oh, the one time, the one time I got served with a paternity Sick. papers, I was asleep. I didn't oh, even get the paper. I came home from school and uh, my mom, they served my mom. They can't do that. That's what I thought. She woke up handing me this pamphlet that was thick as my head. Yeah, they can't serve somebody else your paperwork. They served my mom and she came looking. She, but I don't know. My mom knows. I'm about to say, mom's supposed to act like, I don't know who that nigga is. My mom knows. He. Damn, so, mom, what happened, man? on the high that's probably what really happened all right man um black friday i think black friday though i think black friday should be uh black business friday low-key that's that's how i approached it um and tried to break bread with as many black businesses as i could and that was it i didn't really do too much uh thanksgiving damn thanksgiving was the day after our last podcast right yeah 
Okay, cool, cool. All right, let's let's run this intro before uh before we dive into all this. Is everything playing smooth? It's frozen my screen. All right, it's been christened. Been christened. Boom. I hit this one more. Everybody run those shares up. Share this to your favorite group. Share this to your timeline. The Rebellious Podcast is live and in effect. You know what time it is. It is Wednesday. It's nine o'clock. And the world's greatest podcast is going down. You know it's the world's greatest podcast. You know how I know you know. Because you're here. Let's do this. Beautiful ladies and players worldwide. I am the one and only. Nowadays, you're a host of the Rebellious Podcast, and I am here with your baby mama's favorite DJ, the leg day legend. Well, your baby mama's favorite DJ.com uh, and some old shit. DJ High IQ. Yeah, yeah. The Rebellious Podcast is going down. Yo, um, we got the homies in the building right now, man. This is a cool little vibe. It's, it's the homies in here. We got uh Mark. What up, Mark? Mixtape Monkey in the building. What's the deal? Got William Hera, um, Celestial Films, and I don't know. He's, he's expanding on niggas right now. He really is. He really flexing. Because uh, what, what was you just shooting for? History Channel or something? Uh, man, I think, no, it was uh, man, I think on, like, Food Network. Food Network? Ugh, nigga. What else? Was shit, uh, Toyota, Toyota mode. Ooh, what else? Talk your shit, King. Uh, they owe. <laughs> they, owe they owe us. <laughs> yeah, we plug into that. Oh, it's levels to this shit. Yeah, man. So we got uh we got got our boy in here going Manny on the video work. Did you, so. did you eat that trash ass pizza? You don't like Emo's? Is Emo's the joint in St. Louis? Yes. Why we we naming too many brands, so we ain't getting paid like that. But no, nah, well, um, I mean, I, well, I just fucked up the check because I beat the trash. So that check, hell yeah, <laughs> that check is gone. We got the one <laughs> and only homework, homework Jones in the building. Hey, now, now his muffled voice is just coming from a different area of the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> we up in this thing. We up in this thing. So, um. Thanksgiving. <clears throat> Thanksgiving. This was lit. This year we actually spent Thanksgiving together. That was kind of tight. So then we did it. I, I don't know what happened. Like I know what I will not do is play Uno with a couple again. Mm. <laughs> I'll never do that shit again. Hey, man, I ain't worried about you niggas. Hey, look. <laughs> that shit was nice. What happened to my cards? They still there now. Did you niggas take my Uno cards out the deck? Nah, they still there. Nigga, it was my deck. I had good cards, bro. For those that don't know, there's a Uno edition that, that's out they that has that. They make your own cards. And I thought I had some legendary cards and niggas is hating. So, whatever. Bro, one of them said pick up the whole fucking deck, nigga. Gangsta. <laughs> <laughs> that shit gangsta. <laughs> Yo, you was uh, telling me about some Uno cards. What, what are the ones you saw online? There's some wild Uno ah, pick your man, own ideas. It was on some there. cats like playing. Like, it was, I, hopefully, it was a couple. <laughs> It was all the homies. That would be crazy. <laughs> or like, or like, at least they hopefully they knew each other. What did the cards say? Yo, like one of them was like either pick up forty cards or take forty back shots. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Y'all laughing. I'm dead ass serious. <laughs> Pick up 40 cards and take 40 back. I'm dead serious. <laughs> Yo. Oh, it takes a whole nother, whole nother twist to prison prison, prison card <laughs> games. Holy That's shit. what I'm saying. Like, that could have went left very fast, bro. Damn. Like, at least, I just hope, like, everybody knew each other and they weren't, like, strangers. Oh, uh, because, you know what I'm saying? Yo, like, imagine this is, like, a first date. Like, <laughs> or, like, like I said, imagine you with your family and y'all get, you brought the wrong cards out. You remember that swingers party in Atlanta that was all over social media? Says <laughs> a bunch of butt naked niggas playing 2K. That deck, that that deck of Uno cards definitely came from that Atlanta swinger party. Bro, one of them said sure. another card said draw twenty or we fucking, <laughs> and uh, or the other one said suck my dick or let me fuck. <laughs> Y'all laugh. I'm, I'm dead ass serious. <laughs> That's crazy. That's wild, and everybody's just sitting there twiddling their thumbs while y'all just golfing and smack. Do you do you go off anywhere? Do you, you smash on the de- all right? This is a crazy game of Uno. I'm not playing. I'm not playing with these people. It's levels. Oh, think of how nasty that is. If the person that's know they got that. Oh my god. Them cars are so sticky when the game's over. <laughs> This is the most uncomfortable ever. Thanksgiving. Um, Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, uh, bomb ass food. Homework. Jones held it down. We kind of gave him shit because he smelled like all the bay leaf, but it was totally <laughs> worth it. Because last episode he came here smelled like a smoker. He really did. But like, yo, the next day when we saw why homework Jones smelled like a smoker. Oh my god. Yeah, he got busy. So uh, when, when we say smoker, we mean like the cooking yeah, apparatus. Because that can mean something different depending on where. My boy didn't even have turkey. Went crazy and did not have not near no turkey. Yeah, all the chicken. You did that though. Thanks for having us, homework Jones. Yeah, yeah, man. So, did y'all do anything else? Like, did y'all just go to sleep? Because that's pretty much what happened. Well, I really didn't eat, as you saw. So, I ended up having to go to Blue Springs to my family's house. Did your brother wind up massacring everybody for not bringing? Uh, what happened with that? Yo, so my family, since my brother always wants to host Thanksgiving, he stays in Blue Springs, which nobody in my family does. Uh, he's the he's the last stop. That sounds like a microaggression there. Feel the way about it? The fact that he <laughs> he makes it a point for us to have it out there. Mm-hmm. So since he's the least centrally located member of the family, we all had to go out there. But I guess all the other – he did handle all the meats, but uh-huh. all the rest of the family handled the sides. And so the family didn't show until 5 o'clock. And he has two sons. Uh, bro, why can we never eat on time? Like as a community, can we can we come together bro, he, and agree that whatever time because even even the telling people an hour early doesn't even work anymore. Well, I'm just saying if he just would decide to if we had it at our brother in law's house who stays uh actually borderline in the city, it probably would have worked. But it's blue springs. It's, 30 minutes from everybody. Hey, shout out to everybody whose Thanksgiving starts on time. You was you was safe. I within the hour, I believe there should be an hour window because but, you might have food, you gotta finesse, whatever. But like once you pass that hour of the food supposed to be on the table, I'm out for real. Because I got, other, I got other spots. Here's really the key though. The key is really based upon you should start at your big mama's house because she's gonna she's already been cooking for the past two days. It's facts. So you super need, facts. So you need to start at whoever the oldest house you plan on stopping at, they need to be first. The oldest house. The oldest and house. And they ain't finna be up late no way. Nah, they they want to be 
off their feet by four. And it's early in the day, and ain't nobody over there drinking for real like that. Cause yeah, your drunk ass uncle ain't showed up that you gotta fight every single time. Like, (laughs) imagine fighting your uncle every year. I have a nephew that has to fight me every year. Every year, he just gotta run the fade. No, what's what's the record right now? Undefeated. <laughs> Undefeated living. <laughs> Undefeated living. You know the hashtags. <laughs> I'm like T Grizzly. Back how old? He like six. <laughs> like how, how old is this nephew? <laughs> uh, nah, he like twenty something. <laughs> he's twenty something. <laughs> how long have you been abusing this poor child? Oh, since day one. Uh, that's that's how I way, That's the way you raise him. That's how you make him a man. Basically, toxic masculine. Back, back to back, Damn. bitch. I'm two and oh. I'm T Grizzly in this. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. I'm going to get one more share off, and then we're going to go crazy. What have you been doing this whole time? Getting them off. Pause. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> um, there's something important I wanted to say here. Couldn't be. Something important and in, in, uh, innovative, but whatever. Um, <clears throat> what we got here? All right, cool. How y'all want to kick this thing off? We got, we got, um, oh. This is what I did on Black Friday. This is what I was going to say. I got two uh, DNA tests. Um, you know, the, like, 23andMe, oh, Ancestry.com. Oh, bro, you got to speed that up. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> yo, I've been wilding. I've been wilding, y'all. Yo, that, I've been wilding. I've been going crazy. Yo, no, that, no. that freeze frame? No, 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 no. That no. freeze frame of me looking at you was good. Why? <laughs> Y'all niggas about to give up on me. I was like, he's like, okay, it's not good. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, no more kids for me. Um, I took the DNA test to tell you where you're from. So you you try to find out where you were stolen from? I'm trying to find out where can I go and look around and everybody like look like me and like, you know what I mean? Nigga, they already got that. me. They already got me. Hey, and here's the funny thing. Ain't it funny how they stole you and then go tell you where they sell you your information back to you? That's crazy as hell. Crazy as hell. Yep, you know. But at least I caught it on half on fifty percent off. You know what I'm saying? So that's sick. That's he said. It sounds like Apple. Yeah, pretty much. But um, I got two tests, so I'm gonna see. I want to see if like if they're really accurate because if once they say something completely different than the other one, what if they just what if you just find out that your family is just from Alabama? <laughs> Nigga just hide out of Alabama for like <laughs> four hundred years. Yo, what if you just found like that's it? Just that simple. That'd be disappointing. <laughs> That'd be really disappointing. <laughs> That'd be crazy. It was niggas here the whole time. Just didn't know. Just didn't know. Thousand years. Thousand years back. Yo, yo, roots. Alabama. Yo, yo, roots. I'd be hot. Kansas. <laughs> Somehow, you guys are geographic anomaly. There was a tribe of Africans in Kansas, and that's where you're from, my nigga. I saw, some, I saw somebody that said, like, they took it, and it just basically told them, like, they're from planet Earth. I'm dead serious. Yeah, I need my money back for that. That's that's insane. Um, I, I, I spent my Black Friday talking myself out of buying a television. Good. I mean, I know, man, we, can we just, we should have a segment where we just roast Louis V. Um, this nigga <laughs> buys a TV every year. He could. <laughs> 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 I was like, "What you get, bro?" And I'm, I'm thinking he gonna say like a new Xbox game. Da, da, da. Nah, just got another TV, bro. I'm like, nigga, what happened different here's, between here's last the, year and this year? Here's like, the wild thing: if he just bought a new TV and then got the uh, protection plan and just waited the two to three years for it to be up, just, just take it back. But they can't get any flatter. They can't show me any more pixels, bro. The human eye can't see but so many pixels. And what else? They curved it. What else are they doing to the TVs, brother? This one's bowed out. What are they doing? I'm gonna just tell you, like. 
<laughs> now that might be some ill stuff because he, <laughs> but that's called a projector. So shit, what's the point? That's a projector. I spent my Black Friday. I I just bought uh, a portable hard drive because uh, Too much I, porn? I cannot have my porn and my music on the same hard drive. Bro, it's 2019. Who is really still putting porn on hard drives? Would you put yours in the cloud? I don't have a collection of porn. For what, bro? It's there. It's there. It's going to be there. Because I'm I a nasty motherfucker, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be there when I go back to look. Like Nah. <laughs> nah. Yeah, yeah, see? See? Yeah. Yeah, some of that good shit don't be there when you come back. <laughs> that one scene that you was lusting over, that you yeah, pulled it down. <laughs> oh man, the hurt. That's a special kind of hurt. Yo, that DMC DMCA charge, <laughs> and they didn't took it. Yeah, niggas want to act funny. Damn. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Somebody done some weirdo with the porn done nah, his hard drive nah, it's seeding a, it. No, nah, it's a scene that I've haven't been able to find in years. It's not who. I don't know their name. It's homegrown. So any which way, um <laughs> You're you're a crazy guy. Mind y'all business. It's funny because we was just talking about the uh the blue chew Viagra thing and the fact they run ads for this Viagra on porn sites is fitting, but also hilarious because oh. they say like if you watch too much porn, it like kills your uh Yeah, you had to reset yourself. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. I've had to do that before. Damn, that's wild. Like twice. Wow. Yeah. Crazy times. Yeah. Crazy times. Beat my dick like it owed me money. Yo, I don't care. Man. <laughs> I don't. I don't care. Like, oh man, this is a insane start to this show. Um, we might as well talk about shaving our balls now that we're just, <laughs> and then we're just, then we're 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 out of the forest. We're good. I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, but I'm currently wearing my manscaped underwear. It's lit. They're very comfortable, by the way. I could go for a set. Yeah, they're comfortable as hell. I don't know what they're made of, but they are mad comfortable. Um, for the viewers who haven't seen last week's episode, they sent us uh, a care package. The people at Manscaped. Yeah, the people at Manscaped.com sent us the care package. Uh, it had like shavers. It had a toiletry bag. It had uh, these underwear and some tonics. deodorant, deodorant, and a, yeah, ball toner, deodorant and a toner. Uh, did you get to use it? Did you use the shaver? Yeah, um, I did. <laughs> you use you use shaver, Joe's. <laughs> Joe's Joe said he's smooth as an egg. All right. See, I think how did how how do ladies feel about it? Do they uh, appreciate ladies? Do y'all care? Like I be wondering. Like well, care? beforehand I was already shaving to begin with. So, from my knowledge, I was told it was approved of. I don't know. Depending if you sometimes you mess with older hoes, they uh. You want the Ron Jeremy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they like Pimp C about that shit. <laughs> Yo, Joe's is wild. Sometimes I'm glad he ain't got a mic. Like, <laughs> that's, that's, I'm happy people. That shit was crazy. I'm happy people got to press their face against their their phones to hear that last one. Jeez, line. Louise. But anyway, like, <laughs> to that extra, bro. That's show up in their face. He said it like it's like like it owe money or something. <laughs> So I stole up in their face. Like, no. like it's the bliggity. Like, yo. Like it's the yapa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nigga at your front door with the yapa. Like, bro, this is not, it's not, this is not that. Um, oh, my head hurt. Holy I think I shit. fucked up, though. I, I don't think I, with it being like rubber gripped, I thought you were supposed to use it in the shower. 
Well, to my understanding, it is waterproof, but I'm not sure you were supposed to like go scuba diving and shave your pubes, bro. They you gone. put it to the test. They gone. So it works. Yeah, it see, works. So see, the waterproof is good, right? See the people in Manscaped probably when you're ready for that kind of field tester. That was pretty gangster. Yeah, you the guy to take the Hummer underwater and shit. Right. Well, then got paid for it. Then. <laughs> All right. Well. So, uh, so for twenty, so for twenty percent off, y'all can show your nuts underwater. Can I? Can I get the thing? Can I get the thing? Um. So, you would recommend it? Yeah, most definitely. Okay. I well, recommend like the whole set. Like I said, the draws, the like it was the draws are luxurious. They are luxurious. Yeah, I'm like no, no, no Freaking wedgies. I don't know. It's like rayon. It's some space age. It's some space age shit right now in my balls, bro. Like, you know the worst wedgies be like the one in the like under your balls, like tucked behind. None of that, bro. None of that. We living life right now. Yeah. Um, but yo, uh, I use it like a normal person outside of water. Um, they they came with newspapers, bro. Those little newspapers are supposed to be mats to catch whatever hair. You thought they just gave you four copies of the same newspaper for no reason? I had no clue. I had yeah, no clue I was wondering popping. why they all said the same thing. Yeah, I had no clue what was popping. <laughs> <I'm, laughs> you're reading it while you're shaving. <laughs> I'm gonna do. You weird. Hey, I'm gonna keep it G though. I'm gonna keep it G because if y'all know, if y'all know me, like whatever, whatever time I'm supposed to be somewhere, I'm gonna be there at that time and no, not a minute earlier. So I was actually like. I need to kill two birds at once, so I need to shower and get my nut shaved. So I was like, all right. Got it done. Got it done. Um, I used it and scoop Steve with the clippers. All right. It was cool. It was cool. Um, I think my favorite part of that whole package was actually the underwear. The shaver was dope and it did its thing, but I'm surprised by cause like I usually get Calvin Klein or Tommy or I would other ones, but this is up there with those. Like the underwear was pretty fantastic. I wouldn't be surprised if what if they did some kind of field testing to like yo like it's just skin right there <laughs> so we need to find a fabric that's not gonna irritate that ah that's true i'm gonna take it to the gym though like i'm gonna see what they do that's gonna the be the test that'll be the test if i work out in them all right so the the dope thing about this is they sent us these to see what we thought about them um use our code at at manscape.com um <clears throat> oh god support for the rebellious <laughs> jesus i suck at this you me, i got you do it man right, what, am <laughs> what am i doing Oh, okay. I got and do it. the voice. Oh, you knew it. Do the radio voice. Support for the Rebellious Podcast comes from Manscaped. Who is the best in men's below the belt grooming? Manscaped offers precision engineered tools Fuck for up. your family jewels. That I wasn't ready for that bar right there. <laughs> you ain't got bars yet. Yeah. What, what else you got? <laughs> so to get 20% off and free shipping, use the code Rebellious at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. And use code Rebellious. Clean up your nuts and make Santa proud this year. God, but the Santa line is nuts, yo. Your radio voice is pretty solid. I will. I mean. Radio voice is pretty solid. Yeah, so we got the code Rebellious. Um, use it at manscaped.com. Get 20% off. We're coming up on the holidays. So this is a good gift for the guys around you. Um, or if you just want to keep your balls nice and smooth. Or they also have um they had guards don't, on don't, it. Don't don't do this. Don't 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 do this. <laughs> <laughs> well they had guards they had guards so if you want to like not go all the way smooth you can like have yeah you can have a fade you can have a fro you, you can have a tape you you can put the kanye designs in your shit however you live in life all right man now we are done we are done talking about all of this all right well we've literally spent the first 30 minutes of our show this is insane yeah. let's let's just let's just power through all right <clears throat> let's get serious today is an important anniversary um i don't really like that it's the death as much as 
you know, I something. mean, it's it's a moment in history, though. It is a moment in history. Moment and shout history. out to this dope hoodie you got on. Where you find this hoodie at? My mom sold it. My mom sells them. Yeah, the black the Black Panther hoodie is gangster. Seize the time, you know. Shout out moms, OG. Uh, For sure. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> I got one question now before we get into this. What's up? Actually, we're gonna hold off on that. But anyway, today You're is to say something ridiculous before we good job. Yeah. So today <laughs> is the is this the fiftieth anniversary? 50th yeah, fiftieth anniversary. anniversary of the assassination of Fred Hampton. For those that do not know, he was a Black Panther leader in Chicago who was assassinated with by the Chicago police in conjunction with the FBI. So the United States killed a revolutionary black leader. Mm -hmm. I believe it was 99 shots while he was sleeping. Next to his pregnant fiance. and In um, his home. I forget. It was, he had a homeboy that was <laughs> murdered with him that was a part of it, too, and I cannot remember his name. Exactly. Um, You know, the sickest thing is if you go back and watch that footage of them literally getting on the news and lying a motherfucking ass off. And this is something to keep in mind. Everything you see now, nothing has changed. When mm -hmm. you watch these news stories, I want you to go back and watch how they covered um, how they covered the Fred Hampton out the gate and compare it, parallel it with the stories you hear now about shootings and what really happened. And look at, it's just seamless. It's seamless. It's just as seamless as it was back then. Um, so uh, rest in power to Fred Hampton. Um, if you don't know about this, do your research, understand what type of games we playing in right now. You know what I mean? It's uh it's crazy. And not even some of not not only that, let me say that, but also just realize that uh what all he was trying to accomplish, like he was really he was really giving giving it to us. So he's right next to <laughs> our uh our Martins, our Malcolms, our Marcus Garvey's. He's really and he was only twenty one. That's what I was going to say. He was only 21 years old. And I think it's like you said, we don't talk about him as much as the Marcus Garvey's, Martin Luther King's, Malcolm X's, because a lot of time, like the, the, the FBI's whole thing was to silence him. Yeah. We can't let that happen. Mm -hmm. and, um, he was, and that should tell you something. When they're that desperate to silence somebody, mm -hmm. there's something to it. And they were, and he was helping orchestrate, um, Breakfast for the neighborhood, health initiatives, and things like that. Like really, twenty one, bro. At twenty one, at twenty one, and it puts you in perspective. Like, like, what the fuck was I doing at twenty one? It's crazy, right? Because <laughs> yeah, Mark, Clark. Mark Clark. That was that was his name. Mark yeah, Clark, right yeah, on. Mark Clark. Omar so, Jones with the info. Most definitely. So, um, but yeah, most definitely. So I do wear this. Uh, I like wearing this a lot. It's very interesting to sometimes see the looks that you get because it kind of shows you that it's it's still power in this insignia absolutely mm. um i had a thundercat shirt on and i was out <clears throat> in sh deep in shawnee mission somewhere thundercats the, t mm. the cartoon. cartoon right right and uh this guy is looking at my shirt just checking me out he doesn't even say hi to me he doesn't say how's it going today nothing he's just kind of staring down my shirt mm -hmm. and he's like what's that supposed to mean it's a thundercat shirt fam but something that even resembles a mm -hmm. panther insignia is still i've had i've had cops ask me to get out the car when i had i have a t-shirt as well mm -hmm. and i got and you could just see it just got real awkward when i got out and i'm just like uh, and what's, what's the illest shit about all of this bro it's easier to just not be a fucking piece of shit bro like it's easier to just be regular be normal just do your job Treat human beings like human beings unfortunately that's not the world we live here's in. the worst part i was on 22nd and prospect and he was the one nervous <laughs> yeah man um speaking of been a wild ass week uh top of this week some people might have seen it might not have seen it the only thing i, I can say i got one question what i now i'm gonna ask you 
Are you in a mental headspace? <laughs> no, don't even. Not yet. Not yet. I'm not in the mental headspace. Okay. You, I do not have the. Cons- you don't have my consent. Okay. To possibly trigger me. Okay. Because I'm not in the headspace to receive what you may or may not be about to say. All right, you, you just let me know when you're ready. But I appreciate your consideration as a good friend. You let me know when you want me to fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do say all this to say, um, <clears throat> I talked about something earlier this week on Facebook. I just want to say thanks for the overwhelming love and response time. I mean, my phone rang very fast. Numbers I've never seen. <laughs> and <laughs> be aware that there are people who are watching when you're doing something right for your community, for your neighborhood, for your family, for a culture that you represent and you move in the right way. There are people that are watching. There are people who care and people who, who are looking out whether or not, you know, it. you know what I mean? I want to send, uh, send love to all those people. Um, there's a lot of evil in the world that hinges upon us being uninformed, scared, tired, just too tired, too worn down. And most importantly, quiet. Again, a lot of evil shit in this world hinges on us being too quiet, too tired to put up a fight or say something about it, being uninformed or being scared. Fuck that. And that's that. In the face. What you got? I'm now in the mental headspace to receive the possibly triggering how am I supposed to phrase this? I don't know. I don't know. How do you feel about like somebody asking you that before they potentially like say some fucked up? Like, are I you... don't know. What is this story? Because you sent me this earlier this week. Well, I guess basically, uh, some. I think in her mind, I think it was supposed to be like helpful. Before it's some woman on Twitter, I didn't go do a deep dive on her uh, on what her handle was, but I guess she feels like that's the proper way because people just don't stuff on people so she she's proposing that to be a good friend before discussing something maybe political or triggering i guess you're supposed to give them I'm a not, warning you're supposed I'm to give trigger warnings to your friends emotional consent. emotional consent yeah that's what makes it sound more insane emotional consent sounds insane whereas trigger warning like bro i know if you just got through dealing with some like super crazy shit like i'm gonna be like don't talk around that around that nigga like I, but I, <laughs> like do you think because i feel like but, i feel like curiosity will always went out even if you don't want to hear some shit, you want like, eh. emotional consent just makes it sound so formal and just I did not give you emotional consent. Oh my god. To I come because that now it's like you're being assaulted. You're I assaulting can, me with emotionally. I can now see the case. I can see that being the next case. I don't want to kick it with you now. I can see that being the next hashtag. And I really don't want to kick it with you at that point. Like if I gotta hang out, if I'm hanging out with anybody that seeks out emotional consent. That's going to get on me for not requesting emotional consent before having a conversation. We're probably not friends like that. Yeah, we're probably not even friends. Because, I mean, isn't that the point of being friends is understanding your similarities and what, you know what I mean? Like, I know, I know, I know by now, I know the type of shit homework, don't really like what we don't like. And we usually agree on it, so we don't really talk about that much. And then you have a what's called an argument or you have a dis- debate. But if, if there's no emotional consent given, how do you ever get past those things? I, I love to say, do you, how well do you really know that person if you had to preface exactly. it with that? And even so, how deep can a friendship go or any relationship that's not on some weirdo shit? Like, because if you would have hit my line, which you ended up hitting Facebook with, like, let's just say you didn't want to go to Facebook with it. If you would have hit my line for that, like, as your boy, I was supposed to be built for that. You see what I'm saying? Like, right. because at that point, like, that's a struggle that. Not only could, you know what I'm saying, I can empathize with and so on and so forth, but you my dog. So, mm. you know what I'm saying, I don't. If that's, oh, you're saying the consent on you. 
So basically, that goes two ways because if I'm having something that's troubling in my life and I'm coming to a friend like, yo, I need an ear right now. What yeah. if your friend like, yo, fuck out of here, bro? I, don't want <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think that's kind of, I, I thought I, that's how I perceived it to be. Oh, that's how I perceived it. To I'm be. thinking about it on the inverse of. I mean, I guess it if could, I'm but, a sensitive ass guy about everything, and yeah. you guys are talking about something that I think is just like a conversation that I don't want to be in, and I'm like, hey guys, I didn't give my emotional consent. Can you? Can you not? Uh, that's kind of weird. Like you go in the barbershop with this emotional consent shit. Uh, you gonna get ran the fuck out of there real quick. Yeah, but um, yeah. So I think that's. I didn't think about it. Um, I guess it really does work both ways. But I, I think that's funny though. The emotional consent for the shoulder to cry on, or the or the homie card. If your homie, <laughs> that's funny as hell. Like, hey, t- so basically, it's a fancy word for hey. Ain't nobody trying to hear all that sad shit right now, bro. Basically, like, <laughs> like, like, basically, like, what you want right now? It's basically essentially asking that. Like. Buzzkill, harshing my mellow. Yeah. So, with that being said, are you ready? Damn, it's funny because we laugh about this, but low key, that is, like that's that's an there depressing question things, alone. There are some things that are that serious to where I'm just not. I'm, I don't think I'm ever going to use the word emotional consent. Yeah. We just talk different. Our language, our verbiage would be. I ain't really trying to fuck the vibe up right now. We brag different. I feel. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's just a, a fancy word for don't fuck up the vibe. Don't bring down the mood. All right, cool. So let me go ahead and do that for you. Um, you do not so, have my emotional consent. That's too bad. So <laughs> what you know about... Oh, my God. What you know about chilling in the crib, then finding out that your son is murdered, and then your son's murderer is acquitted, and then what you know about him doubling back to sue you for defamation? <sighs> Sounds very pretty much, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah okay, cool. That's because here's the thing: the headline just reads "George Zimmerman sues the parents of Trayvon Martin," but like that's really the the whole like deep dive to it. He's asking for a hundred million dollars. He's suing like uh, he's suing his mother, a publishing house about a book, and like two other people. Accountability is 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 uh. Is it a thing of the past or are we like I, I, sometimes when I look at society, I just be feeling like, damn, are we stupid? Like if accountability is not a thing anymore, are we dumb for still like abiding by any sort of principles and morals or like did we miss the memo or how does this work? Because I don't I don't get how. The audacity, bro. I, I, I don't. How is he still? Yep. Yep. How is yep? You know what I'm saying? All all the the random stuff going on down there, and he's still breathing. How is he? Here's the thing: he ain't got so much as his ass whooped. Like he really be going through his day like untouched. I've seen people get killed over chicken sandwiches, body slam, bones broke. You heard her soul leave her body. Here this clan, bro. Not to mention he sold. No, not even, not even, not even around the premise of white supremacy. I'm talking about niggas fight over parking spots. Bro, not to mention he sold the murder weapon for what, like a quarter million? Jesus, how is he still here? Bro, that's sick. Have y'all been peeping OJ trying to like ease back in on Twitter? Oh yeah, well he don't appreciate him not being the most famous murderer. On- he is nuts. OJ is insane, bro. He's 
I, I ignore him. It's like he's like, who gave this nigga access to Twitter again? I thought he was supposed to just – I thought that he was going to, like, get blacklisted off social media. No, nah, he went to jail. He finally went to jail, so that just – And he just eased back in. And no, nah, if, so if, if he would have not went to jail, he'd probably still be ostracized. But now he's, like, poor. He went to – I just hate how all of his videos start with, hey, guys, I was just uh, – I was just thinking about um, like, bro, shut your weird ass up, bro. Like, why are you on Twitter? And he's Uncle Tom, so he is weird, man. All right, um, let's talk about some player shit, like some dope, because I didn't give you the emotional consent, and you just emotionally assaulted me right now. <laughs> um, to be clear, this is the one time I really don't care about consent, so. <laughs> and I think that word consent is so heavy that they're tying this to a conversation. Especially with the conversation of consent, what that's what I'm saying. Like that's, that's like damn. Why you, I said like it's gonna be a hashtag here. So it's gonna be. You got, it's it's right behind me. I, too. I got conversationally me too right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's on the way. Holy shit. Um, that doesn't really help the cause of this generation supposedly being super sensitive and uh, what they call like snowflake or super soft or you know, shit like that, man. It'd be shit like that. Cactus powder. Baby shit soft. All right, man. Um, well, I'm trying to think what can get us out of this hole of just trash right now. Let's talk about some wrestling. Did you know that Master P? Oh my god! You said, <laughs> hold on, you said wrestling. Wrestling like WWE. Master P, hustler extraordinaire, one of my favorite role models, has a wrestling federation now. A uh, black I saw that. wrestling federation. Master P. Have you seen this? I saw and yeah, I saw that. You saw the what? You ain't people's noodles. I saw the rap noodles too, and that's brilliant because I promise you, if it costs an extra buck on commissary, because I know who I know who's really that extra buck on commissary. You know where those are really finna go off at? How did how did you? Jump? I don't know. I just saw. I just saw because it was, today, bro. you know what? I think it was earlier this week. I watched a guy make a jail hot pocket. Nah. Did you see this clip? No. Did you see it? <laughs> He took, what is your he what is your what is your viewing history consistent? Why I don't know, watch? bro. My Facebook feed is nuts. But this guy took some ramen noodles and Vienna sausages and canned chili. And he made a hot pocket, like a spread hot pocket. I don't want to talk about that. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like you never seen the uh, no, the no, 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 nigga. All right. See, this is what this is, this is the issue with Facebook. You see how it's programmed my brain to seeing masterpiece rap snacks. I'm like, oh, those are going hella hard on the yard. <laughs> hey man, I hate to see what your IG consists of. I don't know. It, it's it's everywhere now. My conversations be so crazy. Your conversation uh, you know be so crazy. Now that I think my conversation be so crazy, you know uh-huh. what? It probably been this past week of conversation. You know, the phone listen to you. So like them listening. And the court stuff I've been dealing with, they just are just showing me jail shit. <laughs> that's, that's, nasty. that's fucked up. Oh, God. All right. I hate this conversation as well. That's nasty. <laughs> I hate this conversation too. Um, so, what's up with the WWE? Homework Jones, I think that you knew more about this than me. What happened? Like, Master P is now in the wrestling business? Yeah, he, he bought the House of Glory Wrestling. Uh, House of Glory Wrestling? Yeah. What is that? Nigga, why am you facing here? <laughs> <laughs> what is House of Glory Wrestling? It was like just independent wrestling and just was on the climb, like as far as giving independence a 
a shot at, you know, trying to be a household name. And he just came in and was like, yo, I need that. No, so, man. who's he got in this wrestling federation? Man, we obviously know we we seen Stevie J and that's who that was. That's what I saw that had me dying. It was Stevie J was in the ring like no shirt and some black tights. They had like a black power fist on them, and then and then little Scrappy was on the turnbuckle. Just <laughs> I swear on everything, bro. <laughs> That should look wild. So now I'm trying to see, like, is this Def Jam Vendetta coming to life right now mm -hmm. or what? Because if it is, that's just fire as hell. I think that's basically what he's trying to accomplish. Who else is in the Wrestling Federation besides Stevie J and Lil Scrappy? And low-key, as funny as it sounds, they look dead-ass like rappers. Like, I mean, not rappers, like wrestlers. I was just like, eh? But it's better I mean, than loving hip-hop shit. I'd watch it. If you would think about it, though, like, every kid's first dream job or, like, was probably being a wrestler. Like so does this every... change the game from sell dope rapper hoop to sell dope rap hoop or being masterpiece wrestling league? <laughs> what <laughs> what year did you go up in where why do you think sell dope is still hot? like that's the you know that's the thing. Everybody's either like, oh I I could have played in the ball I could have played basketball because you know what nah like nah I want to be a wrestler. I don't want to do the basketball thing. I don't want to be the nah I came out the hood I was gonna be a wrestler. Yeah I'm not mad at it. I'm not I'm I'm not between the two. I think the wrestling. I don't eat ramen noodles, so. Oh, you talking about between the wrestling? And yeah, ramen? yeah. I I'm with the wrestling. I'm wrestling cool. I mean, ramen. but at the same time, I'm not mad at him cashing in on uh, you niggas poor palates and eating ramen noodles. Yeah, masterpiece the goat dog. Like, he definitely is. You know, that's what I'm super saying? tight. So. I thought you said Ross. I was like, yo, if Rick Ross is the new, if he's the new Rikishi, oh my God, that go crazy. <laughs> the boss slam. God forgives, I don't. Oh, yo, if, all right. If Rick Ross was a wrestler, what would his moves be? <laughs> the God forgives, I don't sounds crazy. Or the, or the finishing move got to be BMF. Oh, the BMF? <laughs> yo. Everybody's theme music in the Master P's Wrestling League is going to be fire. It's got to be bad about it. The uh, lemon pepper wing? The worst wing ever. Crazy. That's a good move, though. The most the most Lemon pepper wings are so disgusting. All right, I need y'all to be 10 years old with me for a while. All right, who else do we need in this Master P Wrestling League? Bow Wow. Bow Wow. He, he put the little on the front of this shit. Lil Bow Wow. Soldier's already in it. Like we just haven't seen it yet. I'm I'm willing to bet a hundred dollars right now, even though we don't know. I guarantee, Big Gucci Soldier is a part of this wrestling league. Big Draco. Oh, that's a hard wrestling. Hold on, Soldier Boy's in jail. I thought they let him out just to be a part of this wrestling league, bro. He on a work the game release. Need that. He on a work release. Migos. Ooh, trip. Like that's the uh the D Generation X, except it's the Migos. Okay. I think people. Complete total side note. For as much people as much as people talk poorly about Trinidad James and the way he looked, niggas ain't said shit about how the Migos look. These yeah, niggas dress exactly yeah. like them. It's just facts. It's <laughs> like, facts. They literally took his whole. So Trinidad James coming in on Ric Flair vibes or what? That, that's our new Ric Flair. I'll take it. Let's run with it. Uh... What we got is the we got is the Rock. The game, big ass. You know that nigga is gonna be in part of the wrestling wrestling league. <laughs> Joe, Joe Budden. Budden. Joe Budden was actually in Def Jam Vendetta, wasn't he? Yeah. 
That's funny. He's the only dude that wrestled in a white t shirt and blue jeans on the guy. <laughs> he had no, everybody else had like, no pull up, bro, at all. And he was one of my favorites because his finish move was fire. But he really fought. What was it? Was it called fire or what was it? Which is ironic. Because, right. But uh, I don't know what it was, but he literally was in a backwards hat, white t shirt. He really dressed like a nigga from Jersey. It's funny because I remember Joe <laughs> Bud saying something about they never like he didn't get paid for that game. Well, they didn't get paid like any back royalties or anything like that. Like I think I think they got to pay like a black. Yeah, I think they got paid like a one flat fee. Well, probably he did, but you got to think he really didn't have a leg to stand on. Like the rest against compared to the rest of the people, like like Buster Rhymes and Snoop Dogg was in this game. So, <laughs> um, Buster Rhymes. Is Buster Rhymes still in? You think Buster Rhymes could do a wrestling? I don't think he could do it. That nigga's fifty. No. Yeah. I mean, Snoop came out and body slammed somebody recently. It looked so funny Ooh. too. Like they jumped up into his hand. And oh, I was like, who? I don't know. It was fake as hell. Yo, does it ever blow your mind that our president or y'all president, rather, y'all president got body slammed in a wrestling ring? How does that? How does that make you feel? Can you imagine like? Obama getting slammed in a wrestling ring or anybody else. What world do we live in where the president of the free world right now was body slammed in a wrestling ring? Uh, I wouldn't mind it at all. That's like some 1920 shit. <laughs> where they was fighting like this. <laughs> Bully day. Bully day. <laughs> it was challenging niggas to duels whenever that was happening. I know what. Y'all ain't got nobody else for the masterpiece WWE. Nah, man, I'm tired of talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> of course, he wants to keep talking about it. Because I mean, like, my thing is, it just—it's just. I want to see this work. I don't think anybody would know who that was. Like, that to be honest with you, I don't that, think niggas would know and to keep it honest with you, he probably can't wrestle on beat either. So, <laughs> fucking the choreography, choreography of killing people. <laughs> Damn, that's a problem. The big three is gangster. Yeah. That's Ice Cube, right? Yeah. The big three is actually entertaining. Who else in the, who else are, uh the the owners of the big three? As far as I know, it's just Cube. Yeah, I, just, I feel like there's some silent investors involved. Man, this up. nigga Will Harrow with the nah, fuck that. Don't get no tickets, cuz. Man, I man, ain't trying to deal with you niggas. You hiring? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a wild question. So but it's yeah. Ice Cube and somebody else that started up a NBA league. That well, not NBA. It's, it's the big three league. Um. Jeff yeah, that's he sounds like, like an exec. Um, he sounds like Piper. Yeah, so basically, it's what three on three basketball. Yeah. Um, but he's got retired NBA players. Yeah. Some of them are uh, some of them are college stars. Yeah, some of them like D That's a super like that. dope lineup. You can mix up the college with the retired. Yeah, like, like like college stars that necessarily didn't pop off in the league, but they were stars in at least college. So you basically watching the hardest like, and like it's, it's still like. High quality basketball. I it's not. It. It's not washed up yeah. at all. It's like when you go to the gym and niggas is really doing their yeah. thing. Yeah. Like they just can't. They just can't hoop with twenty two year olds. Yeah, they can't go night in, night out. <laughs> right. And, right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, for instance, I don't know if you ever like been in a gym with like a retired basketball, like pro basketball player. Oh, that game is still. Like they still whooping civilians' ass, like <laughs> right. They just can't compete amongst their peers anymore, but they definitely can still bust your ass, right? <laughs> um. Oh, we 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 was just talking about the fiftieth anniversary of Fred Hampton. Um. Speaking of fifties, Jay Z just turned fifty years old. 
how does that like how does that resonate like uh, one of our biggest hip hop stars is now 50 years old still bar niggas up still that's about all we got for Jay I mean making money in bars Nah, I was making the sound effect to the still on top thing, but yeah. Uh, I mean, he's in a position that he's in. He's in the Jay Z position. Yeah, for sure. That's not saying much. Uh, but a few of them, few of them albums came on gimmicks, like that Samsung deal. Oh, of course. Yeah, it was real gimmick. It was real gimmicky, and I think they ended up taking some of that, some of that back. But she uh, a bucket no, of that chicken. That's not what happened. I think that was Sierra. You tripping, fam? No, that was not. What or was it Mary J. Blige? Or was Mary J. Blige just saying his didn't question? count either? That's why he's mad at um uh yeah Tyler. <laughs> Which also still didn't work because she lost to uh Astro World. And both of them, which is ironic, both of them went on like iconic rants about being number two. Like Nikki was complaining about selling 140,000 yeah, and being wild. number two. <laughs> like <laughs> that's wild. So but uh yeah, he uh, he turned fifty. I think the more I think it's more interesting because that's literally somebody I grew up on. And that's I think Jay is the first <clears throat> when J. Cole dropped like the middle child record, mm-hmm. Jay is actually the middle child. Cause if you think about the inception of hip hop, like from the very beginning, Jay was there. All the way to SoundCloud, little colorful lock. Oh, you mean as far as like being alive? As far as the culture since it's oh, okay. existed, Jay Z yeah. is the embodiment of yeah. The demographic that has seen all of it. Yeah, I can see. It. You know what I'm saying? So that's like he's like our relic at this point now. Like Jay Z has literally watched it be created and is watching every step. I mean, it's, it's se- I mean, it's several. We have we have more people. But who's who's in the game like this though? You got snow. We got you got dry. You got dry. Do you think that Snoop is a bigger worldwide icon than Jay? Yeah. <clears throat> You think it's because he's attached to the marijuana leaf? Because I mean, he did a show with Martha Stewart. Like, yeah, that's not me. And like, yeah, like, oh, Snoop is about to do lullabies. Did y'all peep that? Yeah, like, you gonna let y'all kids listen to Snoop Dogg lullabies? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't have any, but I let somebody else's kids listen to him. Yeah. Since Snoop, I don't think there's been a rap star to ever reach his level. Like, next up is gonna be Two Chains. Two Chains is gone. So he's point, killing it with that yeah. uh, most expensive show. He'll be the next person that'll end up being everywhere but yeah i mean but i i, I feel what you're saying i mean we, we have a few cats that has spanned the entire uh gamut of hip-hop do y'all want to see y'all want this to be like a all right. hell because not Nas, Nas too man think about it like yeah yeah Nas is a vampire though you just you forget that he's that old because he doesn't look it yeah <laughs> he's a damn vampire Nas, yeah. what about uh jay-z album from a 50 well sorry a 70 year old jay-z I mean, I'm not really checking for the ones in his 40s, so why do I want to hear one when he's 70? What you think? What do you guys think? 70-year-old Jay-Z dropping albums. I haven't wholeheartedly listened to Jay-Z since 2001. Well, Willie Nelson, who just announced that he stopped smoking weed because of the damage on his lungs. I don't know why they're announcing this. Willie Nelson is 98 years old or 89. 98? You got to be 89. <laughs> Jones, Jones, hit me with them numbers, man. I'm pretty sure that – no, yeah, he's almost 90 years old. Yeah. He's still touring, bro. They did an interview with this man on a tour bus on the back of the Prevost. 86. 86. Yeah. Well, I mean, most of the shows consist of him sitting on a stool playing a guitar. Yo, but the thing is, like, he's still getting that bag every night on tour. And he's, there was an interview, and he's like, yeah, I love it. This is, this is what I do. Road life. As a black man that loves hip-hop, I hope Jay-Z continues to make albums in the road. And I hope 86 years old. Like, why can Doing nigga what? Why can every other job? Nigga who? 
Hey, that should be lit. I'll go just to see uh, that. I do not want to hear Big Pimpin' from 75. Oh, that'll be gangster. He better have a cane, though. Yeah, I'm going to say he has to introduce a cane to symbolize the level. Like, I am the godfather now. <laughs> I'm definitely not fucking with it if he's rapping about Blue Chew. I am so cool. Hey, his demographic is going to be dead, bro. Like, it's not going to be too many people that, like, just around going to, I don't know. No, when you look at a Willie Nelson concert, all the crowd is, it looks like, from 50 years and under. It's a lot why, of young people. At why are you watching Willie Nelson concert? What is going on? Because they announced, is they announced that Will, Willie Nelson stopped smoking weed. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. And I'm wondering, like, what's the reason? And I'm, I'm always trying to figure out the psychology behind it. Why is the press trying to tell me? That Willie Nelson stopped smoking weed. Are they trying to promote that we need to stop smoking weed? Are they trying to scare us about the new dangers of you know what I mean? That's it's always a, a psyche behind it. And if I, watched, I had to guess he's probably smoking at, out of tobacco products. He said he started off smoking uh cedar bark. That's some backwood shit. I ain't ever heard of that. That sounds harsh. Yeah. I don't think it's the weed that he's suffering from. I think it's all the papers. Blunts. My man is 86, what, what, bro. What, I just, I literally just said that. <laughs> I literally just said My boy is 86, so. Uh, and, got, yeah, and he's still performing, so shit, I think he's. Them, he, them lungs is probably just trash, period. Yeah, bro, like you got 86 years of breathing on earth, he'll do that shit. Yeah. Shout out to Willie Nelson, though. Shout out to Jay-Z. You got a favorite Jay-Z album? I think we've had this conversation. Uh, my favorite Jay Z album, well, re aside from Reasonable Doubt, when I really that's interesting. When I really think, um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I have to think on this. One. What's your favorite one? Volume two. Mm. The one that had Hard Knock Life, uh, Nigga What, Nigga Who. To be honest with you, I ain't never been that so big of a Jay-Z fan where I can just remember what was on what album. But when I go through and play him, I skip through and be finding my joints. And it's he kind of spans everything. My favorite body of work by him is uh Reasonable Doubt. And it's really because being innovative, like being the first. And I had heard hadn't heard anything like that before. Yo, I don't know how old this is, but uh, have you seen the interview with Irv Gotti on Drink Champs? Mm -mm. Is he like peeled out of his mind? Uh, huh? Is he tweaking? No, he, what? Where'd that come from? He, he always looks super awake. I think that's just him. Like, is I, he just lit like that? Yeah, like that's what I was trying to figure out. Like, I didn't know he was suffering from like a drug issue or something. But no, no, I, I don't know, know when the interview is. But he was talking about uh, Jay Z when he first came out. Record labels were trying to market him as the Fresh Prince. Like they were trying to make. Well, you can tell by the like that's and how he dressed. Like that, he used to smile a lot, and he had a fresh prince vibe. Yeah, and I was like, that's wild because I didn't think about it, and like I was like, damn, that's really what they were trying to get that off was fresh prince, and I was like, ugh. Blueprint. The whole vibe, the whole sound, like it just sounds like fall wind. So, so when you think of the blueprint sound. What do you think, about? First thing I think about is Fall Time. But I mean, like, well, I mean, for like a producer standpoint. Like, <clears throat> I think producer. Tim, right? I, that's Timberland. That's like that's what Kanye's sound really took off for. People was like, Ooh. okay, okay. You started calling. You started calling those beats like, yo, I need some blueprint. Okay, mm. he said you then got. It, then it came to oh, I need them soul beats. Okay, okay. But I think about that. I also think about Timberland. Like, Ooh. Okay, why do you think Timberland? I think Timberland just because... Like, like, is there in particular, like, song or moment? Like, I'm talking about as far as Blueprint goes. I don't know, but, you know, 
don't even know, like, Timberland necessarily on that, like, I don't, I don't know why. For real, you just it's associate Timberland with everything. Uh. <laughs> like, when it comes to Jay, you just, you, you associate Timberland with all of those albums, even though it's like, I don't even know. Even though it's on, t- it's two albums that him and Timberland fell out for. No, nah, the only reason why I asked that is because, and this is a total, I don't even know, like, where this conversation comes from, because a lot of times, and, you know, I'm a hip-hop junkie when it comes to this stuff. So, you thought Timberland, Kanye, you, like, I like Just Blaze. I like, okay. I like Jay and Just Blaze. Okay. Any of y'all on the back? Black album. Black album. Okay. Black album. Jay-Z first. Fan Will? No? Yeah. Wiseman. Okay. All right. So, any which way. To bring it all together, so the thing was about that album is what's funny is one the main producer on that album was Bink. So, so, but nobody ever and Bink was actually kind of the the foundation of the Rockefeller sound. And once again, this is one of them hip hop deep dives that nobody gives a fuck about. There's somebody, there's somebody inside bar right now that's fucking with you. But yeah, but like it really wasn't uh, like a lot of times people when they associate DMX, they associate them with Swiss Beats. But early in the game and for a lot of his career, it was Dame Grease. Yeah. That was actually behind a lot of, yes, yeah. So it was just kind of interesting because Bink, I just saw Bink was into it with Mike Dean over uh, was it Devil in a New Dress, <laughs> Devil in a Blue Dress, yeah, from the Kanye uh, Dark Twisted Fantasy or whatever. Like they were really? getting into it because basically, uh, like I guess Mike Dean is pretty much taking like the bulk of the credit, right. even though Bink was. They said that Mike Dean basically like came through and like laid like the guitar solo and that was it so we've we've touched on this uh beautiful twisted dark fantasy album a few times since we started this episode because it's an incredible album um it was also the last good one that Kanye made either way um I don't agree with that at all but life Pablo is good all right bro life Pablo is good I said all right uh <laughs> Jones, you not fucking with Life of Pablo? Life, the orange album that had out. Nigga, we know things. which one it was. <laughs> oh, we know exactly which album it was. He bugging. So, what was the best Jones, part? Of the, what do you say? The best part of that album was Designer. What do you say <laughs> Kanye's last great album was? I mean, to me, I'm gonna go. I honestly go graduation. Mm. Oh, all right. You had a conversation, fam. You wilding. There's no way you're gonna tell me that beautiful twisted dark fantasy is not a great album. I can't knock him for that. I mean, you ain't gotta say it's your best, even a best or top. But Nick can't tell me it's not a great. Graduation. I'm not gonna say good. You can't get away with good. It's great. Graduation outside of drunken hot girls, really. You can go straight. Oh, and I think it has stronger on it. Them was the only two times I really just had to skip. Hmm. I was definitely cool on stronger. Yeah, like my favorite, I think is probably. Dark Twisted Fantasy, that's the one that had all of the lights. Hell yeah. I hate that song. All right, so let's let's roll into it. We got they've been saying I don't yeah, I that, can't remember who that was. Is, that album's kinda now I'm thinking about that one's kind of overrated. It is. I'm sorry. All right. So it's been named as the best album of the decade. Not rap album, best album of the decade. By who? Because I saw a lot I don't of know, it could have been Rolling Stone, Billboard. It's one of the Well, I'm not trusting I'm not trusting Billboard because they said the best hip hop single, first off, post Malone. Was it was top ten? Post Malone was on there twice, including uh, a song. Thrift Shop was another song. Yeah, I think that was the number one song of the decade. (laughs) 
Either way, I, I don't normally agree with that stuff, but this one I do agree with. I do agree that that's the best album of the best past. But decade. I saw a lot. Of, I saw a lot of them that said "damn." I saw that too. That's the ones that's that are trying what, to be edgy and underground. I get it. Damn, how's that? How's that underground? Because, bro, like Kanye's pop in their mind, Kendrick is like the underground hipster thing. To bro, say. all the lights was on Dark Twisted Fantasy, right? And I, what it was another pop song that was on there. It was, but I remember all the lights being on there, and I remember how much I detest that song. And Kid Cudi won a Grammy for that trash ass contribution. Either way, it's being held as the greatest of the past ten years. What do you have for your greatest ten? We'll just do rap. The best ten rap albums of the decade. I want to hear. I want to hear yours first. I want to argue first. You want me to kick it off? Yeah. All right, here we go. These are my top 10 rap albums. Are these in any particular order? In order. Oh. In order. Oh. I stand on mine, homie. Okay. All right. All right. So these are in order from... uh, Go from least to, least to best. The best one is last. All right. Um, Coming in in number 10, and these are rap albums nigga, only. Don't do it like you Casey Kasem, nigga. Just... <laughs> Let me VJ, fam. <laughs> Let me fucking VJ, bro. I want a VJ, bro. Let me VJ. All right. Um, VJ's a weird name. <laughs> Video jockey. That's why. Um, number 10, I got Tyler the Creator at Flat with Flower Boy. I never listened to it. It's pretty far. I, I don't doubt it, but uh it's his it's his album that got him to Igor, basically. Mm-hmm. Um I'm going with Tyler the Creator, Scumfuck Flower Boy, uh, as number 10 album of the decade. Number nine album rap album of the decade. Oh my god! <laughs> I got chance to rap rappers acid rap. What you gonna say, nigga? I can't wait to hear yours. I got chance <laughs> the rappers acid rap at number nine on my rap album of the decade. Uh, my number eight rap album of the decade is a tie. I know this is the only one that I copped out on where I got weird. I'm not really tripping. Like it's really hard to narrow ten songs. It's really down. not no, that. It's really not though. Like I tried hard. Like I, this is a well thought list. It's not that a lot of good rap didn't come out in the past ten years, bro. Okay. It's crazy. All right. Um, well, I mean, obviously not. You have chances rapper at number nine. I'm not. All right. I can't wait to hear yours. My number eight album rap album of the decade is My Crazy Life by YG. Or based on a true story by Two Chains, coming in at number eight. Oh, okay. Okay. My number seven rap. I'm album. not mad at. I'm not mad at YG at all. That's a classic ass album. It's not. And it, it should have got the it was same. A, it was a very well put together. Classic. It's very well put together, and you didn't necessarily expect that from YG. And you should. It should have got the same acclaim that Kendrick's Good Kid, Mad City, City got. Oh, but it wasn't as clean. Because it was essentially the. All right, you got Kendrick who got out the van, uh-huh. and you got YG who stayed in the van. You see what I'm saying? No, you I think got, it's the other way around. I think YG was out the van. <laughs> where it's oh yeah, in yeah, the yeah, yeah. I mean, however you want to look yeah. at it, you you had the you had the side of the good kid, and you had the side of the. You know, influence. it's like you know, like the saying, like, nah, you wasn't outside, like, nah, why? Yeah, why was outside? <laughs> like when I heard flockers, yeah. I was like, yo, yo, when niggas start hitting me with terminology for uh jackets that I've never even heard before, and see, here's what's funny, Good Kid, Mad City, yeah, they was both CDs have uh basically a a home robbery. It's the same narrative, but if yeah. you even listen. But if and you, that's why it was amazing. But listen to how YG's is very like he like, hey man, put that TV down, go get the jewelry. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yo, we are gonna go to where them Asian folks at because they keep their money in safes. I'm like, hey, yo, this is crazy. You left your gloves. Hey, use your sock. 
Exactly. Yo, yo, like, so YG was really giving you, like, that. I feel <laughs> that like. Deal. Yeah. Yeah. If I owned a record store, uh-huh. I would have put Good Kid, Mad City, and My Crazy Life, like, together as a, like, that, like, the Love Below uh-huh. in Speaker Box, uh-huh. those shits could have been like that. Like, YG would just, YG even did the, hey, don't drive crazy. Yep. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pull off <funny>. normal. <laughs> right. Uh, yo, when J Rock came bang. in, everybody was banging. Everybody was, everybody was banging. J Rock came and said, "Nigga, off a bounty hunter." Whoa! <laughs> you see that? You see even, that meme of that kid uh, yeah. in the wind? <laughs> I was like, even uh, so much gang banging. Oh even, my god! <laughs> even schoolboy when he come through. Uh, they oh, off yeah. from Hoover Street. <laughs> Dirty pictures in my cell phone. <laughs> Yo, my favorite schoolboy cue is when he get in his oink bag. Yeah, that, that weird ass. If he not, if he not oinking, yeah. if you listen, his ad lib is like a snort. Yeah, so when uh, when schoolboy get to snorting, you got a crazy record on your hands. Yo, and uh, when that record came on, and you be riding with Big Nick, if you from KC, like, and you you remember Big yeah, Nick. Yeah, RIP to the big homie. Big Nick and BPT came on. No matter where you was at, you blood for five minutes. Ah. Nick Even was, if you're a crip, you're a little blood for a five minutes. <laughs> he couldn't wait for that to come on because he was big bees in the air. Like, oh yeah, he was like, oh yeah, this me. <laughs> yeah, that go crazy. Um, so that's my number eight. My number eight. All right, I'm gonna just give number eight all the way to YG because we can't do that with the based on the true story. Although it's fire and it's good club music, it's good weekend music and two chains and keep it G. That wasn't even two chains best album of the decade. I think Cody, not Cody Cowboy. Uh, based on the true story. No, 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 no. What was the one where he said the urinal? True. True religion. True, true religion. True real religion. True real religion is up there, but honorable mention. All right. Two chains. All right. All right my number seven. You're going to love this one. Stug a thug a baby. All right, bro. Barter Six is my number seven rap album of the decade. <laughs> yeah. You can't tell me that this man didn't leave such an impact that the whole sonic of hip hop changed when he came out, bro. Like the audacity of calling your shit. <laughs> The sequel to Lil Wayne's out, like just it was psychotic. Everything about that was psychotic. He I came mean, in the game psychotic. But if you think about it, he still took a page out of Wayne's playbook because Wayne gave us five hundred degrees. So and there's exactly and there's homage even in it in the in a sick way. So he was still sucking dick one way or the other. So what's next? <laughs> <laughs> you gonna get slid on by a hundred niggas in dresses, and I ain't gonna be able to help you. I ain't even gonna be able to help you, bro. I like how you but see you still just got yours off on the low. You still just gotta get that off on the low. A hundred and blouse is gonna be on your head. <laughs> like, nah, nigga, I know what you're doing. Uh, <laughs> blouses. My my number six rap album of the decade goes to Drake. If you're reading this, it's too late. Is that the one where he was talking about selling dope? Still keep the blade on me when I go to check a bitch. Ain't no telling. Yo, never forget Drake. Said, I keep the blade on me when I go to check a bitch because I ain't no telling. I ain't even, what are you talking about? Like switching positions in the visiting room because he got the cake with the packs or whatever. <laughs> like, what is Drake had a, a mental break on this whole album and turned into the most mob boss drug selling. Like, don't get me wrong. He most... said, he checked, he said, check a bitch. Drake is talking about checking a bitch. Oh, oh Wayne Brain Hotline Bling. <laughs> Wayne Brady sounding ass. Nigga. I better find your love. That nigga's talking about. I keep the blade on me when I go to check a bitch. And I loved it. I loved every bit of it. I loved the, once again, uh, if you believe in the Mandela effect or have ever heard of it, it's shit like that that makes you think, are we in a fucking simulation? Like, why is Drake talking about selling the most drugs, cutting bitches potentially, and 
and it made for really great music because I like Drake when he gets in this super arrogant. I'm gonna talk the most shit, and since you all say that everything I say is bullshit anyway, fuck it, I'm gonna have fun with it. And it made for a fire ass album. And also, that album led him to believe that he could get on a future album, and that we would that future wouldn't run laps around him. We don't really talk about that album anymore. It's like somebody made a edit of it that took all the Drake verses out. Fire. Flame. Fire. That's like like father, like son without any baby verses. Flame. <laughs> like yeah. I was like, yo, it, it, it makes the album like 30 minutes long. <laughs> so like, 30 minutes. Yo, you were just like, hey, yo, this is hitting. That shit jamming. <laughs> that shit jamming. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a great Drizzy album. I saw a lot of people trying to say if you read not uh or I put, I mean, what's the one with his, he's a kid and his face is in the air in the sky? I don't know where he was jocking Nas. He had the five gum. What was it? Nothing was the same? Yeah, nothing was the same. I mean, Drake's put out some great albums. I'm going to say for consistency of a, a rap artist for a decade, it's Drake easily. I mean, that's like a no-brainer. I mean, he probably has the most consistent people writing for him. But um, also, if you go with that, <laughs> I'm not going to front. Speaking was- of people writing for him, shout out to Quentin Miller because the Quentin Miller effect, this is why this album is pivotal. Because now we're understanding hip-hop has shifted to where we openly have ghostwriters. Which... I'm not saying that's good or bad. That's not news. I'm not, but I'm nah. This this was important for that because it turned into an honest conversation about how pop this shit has become. Oh, okay. Because now we're really Drake is like, yeah, I got writers. People help me with ideas or whatever, whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then we saw what happened to Meek for calling him out on that. Which once again we're having another blatant well, slash the, reality of where we are as a culture. Well, then here's the problem: Meek also just didn't do it well. I thought that it would be enough for you to say, "Hey, y'all, this nigga's not writing his own raps." Like that should have shut the whole shit down. Meek thought it would have shut the whole shit down, but it was a reflection keep, of where the culture is going. I'm gonna keep it G. Chicks don't check for Meek Mill albums. He tried to turn up on him on this championship though. He said he ran straight to Hitmaker and said, "Let's do it." I need all the Jeremiah hooks. Hey, when we get into our music review, we're gonna get into that. Okay. Remake it. That's funny as hell. That's probably the first funny thing I've ever heard him say. Next up. Um, you shady. <laughs> you, this nigga, he, he ate some meat this week. <laughs> oh, yeah, that nigga oh. ain't vegan no more. You shady as shit. All right. Um, all right. I got number five for rap album of the decade. I'm giving to Kendrick Lamar for pimp, to pimp a butterfly. Um, I see a lot of people hailing this as the number one. I'm not going with that. Really? Simply because uh Who did that goofy shit? I think I'm a little I think I'm a little biased because it's a jazz album and I'm from Kansas City. Uh amazing album. But <clears throat> I couldn't put it at number one because I have you'll see when I get to number one. All right. Um but great album. I mean <laughs> are we doing a review on the Pepper Butterfly? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm trying to think of the impact it left within a decade. No. That's that's what I'm looking at. No. And I think that's why it couldn't be number one to me. Because that was a that was a love labor for Kendrick. You could tell that was like a project he just that wanted was, to make. That was his for your eyes only. Exactly. So, exactly. Found that we Not were, really. No, 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 no. I, don't do it like that. Don't do it like There's no songs the, about doing laundry. And I'm like, saying it's the album. That shit was watching album, paint dry. It's the album in his catalog that we will talk about the least. Not really. When I'm riding around, I I play that on the background. Like if I'm smoking a cigar, cleaning the house, I'll play that. That's something worth getting on vinyl. Spend a butterfly after listening to it, you know, a couple times turns into dinner music. Exactly. It's safe. The, the only song that I really to this day really like, and it took me, I think it took 
for me being in California to hear was these walls because these walls sound that's like, so gangster how you like when you realize what that song's about because he's talking about from the previous album but uh what are you like fucking on his enemy's girl he's talking about the home he's talking about uh his enemy that killed his, his boy brother. on the last yeah. album he's talking about smashing his girl now and he's talking about you're locked up while i'm doing this and you sick because you watching me pop and i'm smashing your girl i ain't not like doing that that's crazy i love doing that um all right so we got Number four, number four, I got Nipsey Hustle Victory Lap. Um, my stomach hurt every time I think about this album because I'm like, shit, bro. I know the next album after Victory Lap was gonna be. I think the consensus on Victory Lap was like, yo, this shit is amazing. But <clears throat> a lot of that was surrounded with hype off the death. As you know, as terrible, I hate it happen, but I feel like the next album was going to be no matter what you're not going to be able to say that this isn't one of the greatest albums ever you know what i'm saying because a lot of the nipsey fans you're a nipsey fan you're a nipsey fan you knew and you know this was his best work but there's a lot of people that come in chiming in on this album like man you didn't really listen to nipsey like that before this that's weird the whole nipsey gatekeeper that's just whack what is a nipsey gatekeeper or any kind of musical gatekeeper like that's just whack um oh you didn't listen to so-and-so first like people be told Tupac gatekeepers, but can't tell you about them two trash ass albums he put out to start his career. I have an unreleased Tupac album. I'm gonna play it for y'all one day, and it's gonna it's gonna I'm, fuck you up. I'm cool on the Hennessy, my enemies. Nope, nope, nope. <clears throat> Here's what's so terrible about it: it's dope to have, right? The awful part is the sound quality is so bad it's unlistenable. <laughs> real to real. But that's how I know it's it's authentic. Like right. I'm gonna play it for y'all one day. It's crazy. I mean, it's not, you would think in your mind right now, it's way tighter than when you get to listen to it. It makes you kind of sad because I wish it sounded good, but sound quality is awful. Um, anyway, I got number four is Nipsey Hussle's Victory Lap. Number three, I have Pusha T with Daytona for the best rap album of the past decade. Number three is Pusha T Daytona. You niggas, you know he's in the top three, right? Do you agree with that? Who? Pusha T for rap album of the decade. Mine are in order, so... Okay. Number two, rap album of the decade, I have Kendrick Lamar, Good Kid, Mad City. I think that explains itself. Number one, I have My Beautiful, Twisted, Dark Fantasy by Kanye West. This spans every sonic landscape you could be on. Nigga, there's fucking harps and orchestral arrangement. You got fucking The Dream, Rihanna, and Elton John doing backup vocals for you. Come on, bro. Nobody. That's the best album of the past 10 years to me. What you got? Like, like, what you want to refute that? Or? No, I'm just saying. What's what's? Oh, go ahead, okay. do, do, your little, do your little list. <laughs> do your little list. Niggas are so disrespectful. Do your little. Do your little dance. <laughs> All right, mine isn't in order. Um, really? So, actually, I had 15. I didn't. <laughs> There's no rules here. We make you can't list. narrow it down to 10? Not really. I'm going to tell you which one's going to be 10. I guarantee you, you're going to have something on your slide. All right, let's go. Okay, let's go. That's weird. Have 15. Um, so, all right, here's probably the one I probably could have left out, but I did actually end up uh, enjoying it. Was uh, Saba, Care For Me? I saw that on a lot of people's uh, mentions, but I haven't heard it yet. That's what made me go listen to it. It's far? Not bad. I don't know if listening to something the week of doing a review is the same as – when it hit within a 10 year span. Uh, 
it made me see what they saw. That's what I'm saying. Like, it was just like, oh, I can, because when it first came out, I saw it. But here's the sad part. As a deep, and I think at the time I was DJing in a club so often that I really didn't like, if I really wasn't messing with you, I didn't take the deep dive into going to go listen to you. Like, I sort of listened, right. listened to what I had to listen to. And so um, the other thing about doing this, especially as, and Mark, you can definitely attest to this, is the way that we digest music now. It just, it's changed so much, which everybody knows. But even somebody that likes listening to music, hip hop, so on and so forth, you can just see how just stuff just slips through the cracks now because. Oh yeah, absolutely. People like I've heard people ranting and raving about this album and then come to find out he's like four or five projects deep. Like he's not necessarily new. I kept seeing no name all over a lot. I did too. And, and I'm I've like, never, she just came out. How are y'all putting her in a whole I'm, and decades I, worth of And music? it made me want to go listen, but I didn't have enough time. But sometimes I feel like I eat Rhapsody's last album that people force feed certain people into that narrative. You got to keep in mind the pitchfork fader hype hype beast i didn't crowd. none of the lists i saw were pitchfork fader yeah. yeah they were like they're borderline obscure and that's what i direct i skipped billboard right i went straight to almost like opinion pieces mm-hmm. um like just basically like cats like me and you but um when i went and listened to it it was everything that people said it was and i was just like i can kind of see how this like i can kind of see it now because a lot of people just be the uh the uh the machines or whatever what have you whatnot. hit the people with the name of this album again because I, I want to listen saba uh care for me and you're saying that's top 10 rap of the decade i i it probably go to like 15. all right um number 14 would probably be brandon banks by uh max o'cream oh i could put that in there somewhere okay but and so, i only say that because for real for real i listen to that album yeah like still yep. like i might ride to it home Maxo flow is stupid, and that's what that nigga's flow is his so flow weird, is but stupid. it's so good. His pockets are crazy. Yeah, the way he yeah. tell a story with that goofy flow, it just and it's when I say goofy flow to people that have not checked him out, it's not like a silk the shocker flow. Like he's still on the one, he's still yeah. on the beat, he's still holding it down. And then he'll hit you with one record out of the whole album where he doesn't rhyme anymore. Pretty much, and it still just maintains that same flow. So crazy. So Maxo Crane, Brandon Banks, uh. Uh, I'm gonna give you. Crit was here. I don't know how you keep doing that. Crit was here by Big Crit. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's one I can't take off. 2014 Forest Hills Drive. Hmm. All right, what else you got? I can take that off. Um, Jesus Peace by Gang. Mm-mm. No way. What? Go ahead. Keep going. What about it? You know that like. The game album that just dropped dropped within this decade too. I like Jesus Peace more. Jesus Peace is that? Does that have everything on it? The one? No, no. That was uh. See the documentary two point five. Yeah, that was better than Jesus Peace. I like Jesus Peace. Both more. those documentaries. All right, it's your list. What else you got? And on top, nah, it, no, because if you think about documentary two, it had the issue of being forty songs long, it and was all long. of them were fire. You had one side that was for the young niggas, you had another side that was for the old school. You had Sugar Free, uh, DJ Quick, all that on the one side, and the other side was like Ty Dollar Sign. No, I'm cool. I'm right. cool. And another thing is, he had like a bunch of random people he was trying to put on, which will degradate. Homies in the colors, huh? Eh. Not just like I mean, <laughs> just like you don't want to listen to Tupac's homies. Sometimes the homies he brought along to rap with him were not on point. Jesus piece was him flexing, like I know everybody. Mm-hmm. So there was nobody you had not heard of before on Jesus piece. 
We shouldn't have gave you 15. 15, you getting too loose. What else you got? <laughs> because you like the documentary two more. Nah, you just you you yours just started off kind of crazy. What else you got? You wouldn't let Chance live, but you wouldn't Jesus piece on there. Okay. And game is a better what rapper than the Chance impact, the Rapper. What was the impact of Jesus piece? What was the impact of Chance the Rapper? Besides white kids wearing hats with the number three on them. All right, bro. Keep it going. <laughs> keep it, like, there's like no, if, if that's the case. So, so are you trying to say the games Jesus piece had more impact than Chance the Rapper's ass rap? What's the impact? Like, I Ch- what the, conversation surrounds Jesus piece? Chance the Rapper's not a better rapper than the game. All right, we're talking yes, about the scope he, of a decade. A lot and, of niggas can rap, so he, you got to put Royce he, on here. You got to okay. put anything Elzai, Little Brother, uh, Fonte drop. There's hella things. Chance the Rapper does not rap. make better music than the game. Because if that's the case, you're one step away from saying Chance the Rapper makes better music than Rick Ross. Nah, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying at that point, <laughs> at that point, you're putting. I'm not gonna say nah, that. Daddy. Nah, but I'm saying if that's the case, you're one step away from saying Chance the Rapper is on par with Rick Ross. We're not gonna go there. I ain't I, gonna say that. I wouldn't either. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't gonna talk about that one. I, I wouldn't either. But that's pretty much what you're going to. Uh, but there, like I said, you can take Forest Hill Drive off. Um, I got Pretty Girls like trap music. That was far. Uh, King Push, Darkest Before Dawn. Revenue Retrieving, Day Shift. I knew 40 was going to be on there somewhere. I knew he was going to put 40 on there. Yeah, Day Shift, not Night Shift. Day Shift was way harder. Mm. Uh, And then we got Pledge by Killer Mike. I knew he was going to have Killer Mike. Pledge was hard. I would have said Pledge too, but it was like 2009. Mm -hmm. Uh, Section 80. Victory Lap, Redemption by J Rock, uh, Dream Big Hustle Hard 2, and Sir Lucius Left Sir Lucius Leftfoot. Hey, who's, was, who's Dream Big Hustle Hard 2 by? Who, who's it? I was like, who's it for? <laughs> what was your name then? Oh, uh, Herb the Phenom. <laughs> yeah, currently nowadays. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I did put Dream Big Hustle Hard 2 on my list, but I was like, nah, I, I'm, I'm gonna spare him the dickheadedness of uh, nah, it's a good album. It's a fire album, bro. Like, yeah. remove okay, look, technically, it ain't even me. So I could talk that shit for Urban Phenom. Yo, that nigga spazzed on that album. Like, I'm just saying. It's my favorite. I mean, before that, I think my favorite might have been might have been free. But free sounds like blog rap when you go back and listen oh, to yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think that's why I love it so much, though. Like, I, I go back with like, yeah, I was definitely trying to make two dope boys every week with this album. You really were. <laughs> you really were. Shout out two dope boys, because nigga, we did make it on there a for lot. Sure. So, um, but yeah, but yeah. in the grand scope of things, that was probably your best work. All right, for sure. So, so what you gonna? I'm surprised you didn't have. So well, your number on one, that. technically your number one, was Dream Big Hustle Hard too. So that's the best list I've heard so far. Um, Dude, we gonna have a real conversation <laughs> or not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, nah, seriously though, Dream Big Hustle Hard two is on all streaming platforms. Run that up. I got bills to pay. Okay, I'll let you get that off. So like now we no. <laughs> so what you got? Uh, I mean, that's decent. That's decent. I just want to – here's what I'd be more interested in. I want to hear somebody's list that's naming all the stuff that I should have heard in the past 10 years but didn't. It's a lot. Of, when I was going back, because I was looking at literally every year and going through every single release, and I was like, damn, I'm like, uh, okay. Missed that. Because it was but like once for again, about three, four years, all we were getting was like little Uzi verts and like – But see, uh, here's the other thing. Like we really didn't have a centralized place to go get music because – The we, game shifted within the 10 years. Because – uh, I was watching Vince Staples this interview, and he's like, 
what happens when you were aiming to be on double XL, the source, this, that, and third. And now not only do we not buy CDs, we don't read anymore. You went from trying to be on the cover of double XL to trying to make rap caviar playlist, which no longer is really popping like that either. You see what I'm saying? So he That's was just like, crazy. what kind he was like, so what do you do then? You see what I'm saying? So like when you go back and look, if you just go on Wikipedia and just search year by year in hip hop, you be like, damn, I didn't know that came out. Mm, missed that. Missed that. Because where would you have went to go find this music exactly. at? Because it wasn't necessarily in stores and they really hadn't wrangled streaming in yet either. So it was really like a lot of projects got like lost in purgatory if you weren't a priority on a certain label. So you in the past saying? 10 years, are people depending on their stuff being mixtapes? Instead of just having like, like now with YouTube or you know you have play, like you get it'll say new release and it'd be like ten albums and you obviously know where your ten albums come from, big big chains. Whereas Google Play used to like when you went to the new releases, like it'd be like seventy eight albums. So it'd be like literally what just got uploaded. Yeah, mm -hmm. it'd be like yo, this is here, and I would even see indie artist stuff on there. That's hard. Like. So here's the trip is like in this past 10 years, we literally watched new music releases go from traditional uh, Tuesdays to Fridays. We watched the whole platforms change. We watched uh, labels stop being a thing at the beginning of the decade, then secretly be a thing in the middle of the decade. And now niggas are back to signing again. Because basically the uh, streaming services turned into the new record labels. Mm. So this was a kind of tumultuous uh, decade for music. If you're trying to like, like people who came, came in in 2010, uh, a lot of people didn't make it out. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's kind of crazy. Definitely not. And I think it's based solely on how much crazy transitions we had. Like 2010, we're looking at like, uh, we talk about like Pac Diff. Uh, talk about like, here's uh, a funny Pac Diff. Cool actually, kids. Pac Diff actually falls outside of. 2000 well oh, they're they're pre that church church league champs was 2009 they did have a project but once again you get lost right in on that, that transition yeah that and they took that weird ass hiatus or whatever but that probably wouldn't affect them if we were still depending on cds coming out huh yo there's another group that reminds me of pack div uh i stumbled across called injury earth, reserve earth game <laughs> nah no way injury reserve i heard of them yeah check them out they're pretty dope um so Interesting decade in rap. Uh, a lot of stuff changed. Uh, man, I'm still waiting for you to uh, come on my list, bro. Man, you got too outside many. Of, outside of game. You got too many, bro. You got way too many too many on there. That's, uh, you a hoe. Um, you just yeah. got too many. I can't remember. You, you named too many. I can't remember them. <laughs> well, I'll argue with you in the comments once you post it. Post it tomorrow, and then I can argue with you. Sirius is left foot redemption, victory lap, section 80. Outside, outside of the game one, which one I want – just pick one. I want to hear, hear – run them, run them one more time. Sir Lucius Left Foot, Redemption, J-Rock, Victory Lap, Section 80, Pledge, Killer Mike, Yo Al. I wouldn't put Pledge on there. Did you ever listen to Pledge 3? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Pledge 2 was actually better. Revenue Retrieving, Day Shift, King Push, Darkest Before Dawn. Pretty I think Daytona was better than uh, Darkest Before Dawn. Although Darkest, Darkest Before Dawn was fire. The only – the chink in Darkest Before Dawn's armor is – the record with Jill Scott, where he's kind of being political, mm. that record always kind of hurt me. It just, I don't know why I didn't like that. But keep dealing and more famous than rich and money, pussy, alcohol. I know, I know, I know. It's, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> but it's not as crazy as Daytona. All right, here's the thing. When I heard Daytona, I was like on a beach in Jamaica, bro. So See, it kind of changes the whole, like, yeah. I'm, I'm in the jungle listening to, uh, uh, white, uh, was it hard piano? Yeah. 
<laughs> like but I'm going to tell you this, though. When you out here and you up against it, ain't nothing but keep dealing. It takes on a totally different. <laughs> yeah. When they come on with them keys just playing, yeah. that dark-ass uh, whatever string section in the back. Yeah, when you up against it, yeah, <laughs> keep dealing to get you through it. <laughs> yeah, I, I could push put push on there twice, Loki. Um, I, I, it really came down to me picking between Daytona and really, to be told, a lot of pushes work has been in this decade. So I had to pick between Wrath of Kane and uh, My Name Is My Name, uh, all that stuff. So but, solid picks, though. Yeah. It's all solid. I I agree with you. Um, all right. So speaking of the game, this new game album, have you heard it yet? Born to Rap. Yeah, I'll listen to it. What you think about it? I enjoyed it. He's rapping his ass off. Some of the some of the subjects was redundant. Like I didn't understand why we needed another song about your brother. I love that record about his brother, bro. It's the second time we got it. It be like that, bro. Because like he definitely that. gave us that on uh the doctor's advocate. I'm about to say because like you would expect a nigga's relationship with his family member might have got better. It's like nah, man, it's gotten got worse. I got a brother I've talked to since 2003. I whoop his ass to this day. <laughs> I think that's why you don't like the record, bro. Because I got, I like, I, I felt that record. I'm just saying, like, he know what it is, so we ain't got to talk about it no more. Yeah, but <laughs> here's the thing: game is the king of crying on a track, like rap that. crying, and he rap cried on us on this one. When he get to <laughs> like, <laughs> when a nigga, what he sound like, bro? And a pull of like when he put the little uh, little crack. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? When nigga be rapping, he crack his voice. Yo, he the king of the cry rap. So yeah, he hit us with the cry rap. The start from scratch voice. <laughs> yeah, bro. We get the, Dr. Dre, I fucking love you, nigga. <laughs> and Dr. Dre told me pull up the studio. <laughs> I was like, yo, this shit real. That nigga cried again. So yo, when he started crying on this, uh, on that shit, was it hug the block? Yeah, hug the block. When he started crying on hug the block, I was like, oh shit, nigga. Game crying again, baby. This is real. It's just real. And I loved it. I love every time he does that. And on this record, though, seriously, there's a lot of people that's that's not subject matter uh, a lot of people really talk about. Like, it's a lot of niggas out here beefing with the half-brothers and shit like that. Like, What is a half-brother? I got different parents on one side. I remember my brother said that in relation to one of my sisters. And uh, it went sideways. He used that half-brother shit. It'd be that like half-sister shit. It'd be like Yo, that, bro. It went sideways because here's the thing. Uh, I'm the youngest of five. What if both parties don't look at it that way, though? And that's where that comes what from. Nah, but see, that's why I was getting one. Into. One, Nigga, sibling you gonna, might... you gonna let me tell the story now? Oh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so, I'm the youngest of five, but only two of my siblings share the same father, but we're raised ma- matrilineal, which basically, like, we don't really adhere to. We need that word to pop at the bottom of the screen. Matrilineal. <laughs> so, we were raised uh, matrilineal, so basically, like, like, like our mother is our our matriarch, whatever this then third, whatever the case may be. So we don't really, as far as we're concerned, we're just all brother sister. So we don't play that whole half. And he said that he got mad at my sister about something. So y'all grew up together though. Yeah. Well then, yeah. I mean, but that's different, bro. Everybody didn't grow up together like that. That's that's where that shit comes. But that's from. what I'm saying. Like that's why I say like we're raised matrilineal. Like none of like even at a certain point, I did stay with my father. At one point, with like we never had to like shift this and like we always could find the other person. But once again, I'm severely younger than my siblings. Yeah, I got a brother who I grew up like my whole life. I didn't meet till I was 26. But you didn't go around calling him your like even after that, you would call him your half brother. No, nah, because that's not how I am. And I, I, to be honest with you, I don't think that's really a thing in the African American community is to be calling half anything. It is when it's like when it's tension there. 
You know what I'm saying? Like when there's when there's some kind of tension, that's when that shit become a thing. Um, but either way, I thought that it was dope subject matter because once again, I did not expect to listen to this album and hear shit I'd be able to relate with on certain levels. Like, damn, it's crazy. So that was good. And the nigga cry rapped. Could you relate to knocking off Kanye's wife? He didn't even. I don't think he said that on any record. He, like, I, he didn't put that out there. I thought that was funny because it was a snippet before the album, and then he kind of chilled out and got back to rapping, which I was hoping he was going to do. I'm not going to front that. Uh, them Dom Kennedy features were so out of place. I liked it. I, they felt clunky at first. They were very clunky. Very clunky. But eventually, when it was on the, buff, buff, duh, 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 I was like, okay, I see how this worked, and because it was almost that nod to Nipsey. And I, I get some it. people don't like that. Oh man, I didn't been, mind it. He's been trying to be Nipsey since he was cloud chasing March March thirty first. He was cloud chasing, <laughs> but I didn't I didn't mind it. I didn't mind. It. I will say that. Um, in a nip verse, finally, finally we okay. got a nip verse over actual production. Well, a nip verse that I feel like Nip would have wanted us to put out. I feel like it's a nip verse that Nipsey actually recorded for for the it in the that, time yeah, frame yeah. exactly. We didn't get like pieced together vocals, none of that shit. This shit felt like. It wasn't a Tupac verse. That nigga said charismatic on a block. Some shit. He said it was charismatic like Tupac on stage. I was like, yeah. gee, boy, he snapped on that shit. I love that verse. Um, Great album. Um, Yeah, that's all I really got off of. I feel like, I don't know if this is his actual last album. And with Jay turning 50, that's another reason why a lot of these people are saying they're retiring. I'm kind of like, nigga, I don't even think Joe Budden's done rapping now. To be honest with you. Joe I, Budden's done rapping. I don't think so. No, he's going he's gonna to release it's different. Let let me be with really yeah, but he to who? But he's like the level. But he he's already said that he's he's going to he owes the album, but don't necessarily mean he has to do it. It's just like if somebody retires from playing sports, whatever you come back, that team kind of still owns your rights. If that makes sense. But if so, you're not playing, if you're, you're not, not playing, playing, what can they do? But here's the thing: to be honest with you, bro. That'll fuck around and be Joe's biggest album. Well, he said the key is to basically take the money he's making from Spotify to finance the album. Not even from a financial standpoint. Like, I'm saying from a standpoint of actual relevance in pop culture, a thing. Because here's the thing. Like, to be honest, I feel like as an artist, I got it backwards. I spent 10 years being dope. (laughs) Don't nobody give a fuck, nigga. Like, (laughs) to be honest, no one cares. Had I spent 10 years doing social media antics and building a brand around who I am, mm-hmm. then said, hey, guys, I rap, by the way, and dropped the subpar-ass album, out of here, right? And that's essentially what Joe Button has been doing. So it's I think that should he drop an album now after we've already got gotten to know him and like him, mm-hmm. I think this album will go crazy. If you know what's kind of interesting? People always, people always try and reduce him to pump it up. And I was like... Nah, he's been barring niggas up. But once not, again, not it doesn't matter. Not even fuck all that. Because you think about all them people that came in around when he came out in 2003, none of them niggas is out. Oh, yeah. Like the loons and the chingy and all. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. All them niggas are sitting at home. Yeah. Um, But, uh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Ching a ling. Shout out Louis Five. Who wanted to be um. chingy so bad? <laughs> <laughs> Who wanted to be chingy so bad? Down to them, them manicured ass eyebrows that niggas used to walk around with. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Do you think this is game's last album or no? What difference will it make? Game only comes out like every six years. Uh, I hope it's not. Like essentially, like Game could have not released this album and nobody would have noticed. He sounded he forty years old on this, and it sound and I mean that in a good way. Here's another thing: that he sounded seasoned and less petty. 
Here's something that's kind of weird, though, with music, and I don't understand how it happens. Yeah, no, that was... No, that was Fabulous's album. Never mind. Okay. We'll get into that next. That was kind of interesting. Oh, I don't have any any other music. Oh, wow. Really? So, Fabulous album, um, Summertime Shootouts. You didn't listen to it, did you? No, it was good. It's a vibe. I mean, Fab is... I've like, never known before you Drake... to Fab album. That's what yeah, was nigga. Before Drake was the king of Instagram caption-ass statuses and bars, like, it was Fab. Fab. Actually, Fab still kind of like... It was a whole Fab album full of... Instagram. Yeah, it's a whole album full of Instagram and uh, Facebook statuses. Well, it's kind of interesting, though, listening to it. You can just kind of tell, like, I don't know how this happens, but uh, sample clearance, like, first off, the album's supposed to come out in the summertime, obviously, but... He actually said it's supposed to be a recap of something. Whatever it was, but, like, it, it, I feel like it might have been a games album, too. Like, I don't understand how these niggas be having, like, these old-ass, re- like, like, you listen to, like, some of the punchlines, and they were, like, real old references. <laughs> I don't know if I was listening that hard, but I definitely can see Fab got way more melodic lately. He does a lot of auto tune on there. Like he's staying relevant and I'm it doesn't keep, feel forced. I'm gonna keep it honest. That album's kind of very average. That's and I'm over I'm par over, for the course now. I'm over Hitbreaker. The back yeah. half of that album was really, really bad. And to be honest with you, the best part of that album was Tiana Taylor. Rapping, which is weird to me. I did not I did not expect her to be rapping, but she, it was all right. She she bodied that, and then when they flipped it to the Trillville, some cut. That was weird. I thought that was weird. It was hard. I, I, I wouldn't expect Fab to have done that. He, he bodied. Oh, boy, that Y'all didn't fuck with it? I got to hear it again. I just remember thinking weird. Like, the same way you just said with the Dom Kennedy features on the game album where it's clunky. They were clunky the first two times. On the third time, I was like, all right, I get it. I get it in the in the, in the composition of the whole album. Mm. Um. Well, you know how the game go. All these remakes that we're hearing, you got to think the original label owner of these samples that are getting cleared, here's what they do. If I own the Commodore's whole whatever, right, and then I just sign little, little, whatever, little Dookie, whoever, um, I'm going to send, I sign this producer to who's heating the charts up. I'm going to send him a pack of free samples. Free samples, they're quote unquote free. Yeah, these are cleared because I'm the label and I own these samples. So guess what? You're gonna run this bag up for a third generation for me because I own the samples. I'm sending them to you to make more money on this sample, and the budget that I would have spent to clear samples, I'm not. So basically, all these things we're hearing, I'm thinking that it's probably just the label pushing these samples to him. No, I mean he got to keep doing it. Yeah, it does because the motherfuckers at the top want to make more money on shit. So that it's shit. a compound money making scheme. That shit sounds so bad. Atlantic, yeah. Oh, okay, that yeah. makes sense. Uh, then next up, you listen to Eric Bellinger? Mm, no, I didn't get to that one yet. That's cool. It sounds like the last three projects. I did um, go back and listen to the BJ <laughs> the Chicago Kid because uh, you talked about it last week, and that shit is jamming like that. I got time today. Crazy. Is that the one with uh, Ari Lennox on it? I think so. And when he, you see how he flipped close by uh, May. Oh no, he did close. He flipped. He flipped close. That's a good album. We're gonna do uh, top ten R and B next week. I'm gonna I'm gonna so yeah, struggle with that. Oh, it sure is. He's putting records on five projects. Yeah. Bro, one of his projects. Man. One of his projects is two out. Was he two know that's the one? one. No, It'd be he, like that. Like y'all niggas gonna love his record. He has a project <laughs> with two. Uh, <laughs> two uh, He working a record. That's how you work a record. No, he's had it out for like two or three years. No, we're done. We're good. We're over. And if you really think about it, Eric Bellinger as a solo artist is not pop. I got um, 
I got one or two songs I've done that with. It's okay. One. Bottom B was on two records. It was on free and it was on uh DBHH one. Two. No, nigga, this over three years span. You keep putting it. You niggas sleep. Stop sleeping. Anyway, love the record, nigga. Anyway, (laughs) you go. You go. (laughs) Anyway, they're too long and they're redundant. Does he do his own production? He's a great writer. I think he's a great. I think he has his own production. He should stop because Mm -hmm. all of his music sounds redundant. And my last one is Ye Ali with Trap House Jodeci Two. I need to hear that because I don't know who this artist is yet. I think he out of L.A. Okay, so so they already tell you what he on. All right. So yeah, trap house. That's all you got on music. That's pretty much all that really was. Uh, Oh, oh. something else, and I know none of you niggas listen to Paul Wall, Static Selector. Damn, I did not see that coming. Hard Static. static I did not think he was gonna stay static. Say Static Selector after Paul Wall. I'm in to check that out. I'm gonna listen. So is is Paul Wall trying to rap rap now? He's rapidly rapping on On Static Select. Yeah, and he got loose. They was getting busy. He got loose. I, I gotta anymore. hear this. Like I, Paul Wall can really rap. Yeah, he was on that spit. The way I know Paul Wall was chameleon there was writing all his raps nope. out there. No, no. So Paul Wall's an MC. Paul Wall is he rapping. Is he an MC or is he just like rapping? Uh, he getting loose. Like, I don't know. Is how he like black it. thought rapping or is no. he like no nigga? He's still. Like... <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like he's on static select. I'm like, holy shit, what's nah, happening? It's 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 like on a primo beat, like Paul Wall on nah, primo. Holy it's, shit, it's. His, you it's his flow, his beat? draw, his lingo, and everything on status select. Like it, it just works. It well. worked, but it works. on drive slow though. Exactly. Okay. We, it, drive slow is once again how we found out that Paul Wall could really rap. Yeah. So yeah. Having a bunch of those verses, like that's what's coming out. Now. Uh, I need yeah. to hear that. And last but not least was Griselda, which I listened to. Yo, am I bugging, or did that album come out with twenty five tracks on it, and it now has thirteen? possible i mean kanye's uh pablo album did that like so is this a new a new thing in the industry where basically i drop my album Mm -hmm. 40 tracks i see what gets the highest ratings then chop that shit down to a normal sized album that's like that's normal j-rock's redemption uh changed the track list twice that's crazy for 24 hours i swear that album had like 25 songs here's the thing you're pissed if one of the songs that you like now disappears that's weird but uh griselda that's another change in the decade. Like the way the album you get is not the album you got. Like uh, Kanye did that with uh, Pablo. <laughs> you said Kanye? Yeah. Life of Pablo came out like five times. It's wine busting tonight. It was, it was really like thirteen. There was a uh, then he was adding ad libs and it's shit. It's a YouTube video, and basically, like uh, Life of Pablo essentially has like twenty different versions. Jeez, we like he would like literally change, like literally just I want the chimes to go here. I don't want to. I don't want to witness that. I'm not into living albums that are like growing and evolving. I'm cool. I want the product to be the product. I mean, it's better than niggas dropping. Uh, remember, you used to go buy a CD, then they would drop the deluxe album. That hit different whenever <laughs> it was like you paid twenty one ninety nine for the new drop. You had yeah. to go to the wax and get it. You had to go get the new one because they added. They gave you six more new joints. Like, nah, fam. Give me. <laughs> Y'all remember the last track would keep playing for three minutes, and then a new song would come in. <laughs> That'd be so tough. If you go back and listen to. Uh, jay-z volume three uh jig of my not was it jig of my nigga and girl's best friend but you had to wait like eight yeah. minutes yeah. luda had those <laughs> Ludacris used to have those like you just let it play that was the longest one, I think. no it was it was really like it was like eight minutes you had to wait and then it was like another five minutes i got That's that off on los angeles paying attention you did what i got that off on los angeles so if you own los angeles <laughs> 
just let it play for two more minutes. Something, something on there. Yeah. Bro, I think, that's such an asshole move. Don't do that no more. I, well, I mean, I was right on the end of CDs. When I dropped Los Angeles, that was the end. No more CDs after this. Mm -hmm. So I never got to do it. I was like, yo, I need the bonus track on here. I love bonus track. Like, to me, it was it's like it was like an Easter egg in a movie. It's like, well, it make you go back and watch the whole movie again. Just yeah. to get that experience. Like, see it in its complete. Speaking of, oh, well, I'm going to come back to that. Yeah, Griselda was dope. I almost robbed a nigga to that. Um, Because that's really weird. That joint with 50, here's what's crazy about the record with 50. All right, so I figured out who's who and who I really, really like out of Griselda now. Conway. Yeah, Conway's fucking stupid. Conway's nuts. Like, all right, so here's how I go. You got Conway is the all-around. He reminds me of Sean P. He's in, exactly. He's insane. Then you got West Side Gun with the, yeah, no, 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 the ghost face. You, it's the contrast. You always got to have a nigga with the, eh, 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 voice, and their right? Brother, and their brothers. Crazy. Great contrast. Then you got 38 Special. 38 Special finds the greatest pockets mm -hmm. for his flow. No motherfucking content. At all. <laughs> Not a single bar. At all. <laughs> Great and, beats. And Benny just want to rob people all day. Yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> That's all Benny does. So, but I love that. I love that Black Horns by 38 Special. I thought that was crazy, but I can't take all that. Like, nigga, talk about something, please. Yeah. Come with some kind of clever bar, please. No, Conway is wild. But Conway, holy shit, bro. Like, look, he gets on a record with 50 Cent. I'm excited because I hear 50s on the record. And they chose the right beat. They remind me of. Oh, uh, that's the best me, beat on the album. You remind me like, I whip your head. Like, look, bro. So I'm listening to this shit, and then I realize this nigga Conway styled on 50 with his own style like this nigga did a song of 50 and had used 50 style and had a better verse than 50 yeah that blew my mind like and 50 shit was cool but dude do you did have you researched why conway looks and sounds like that because he got shot like 50 in the, <laughs> in the back of his head yeah it's crazy like but twice. he raps really clear for how like his yeah. face looks worse than it sounds yeah. I, it helps though it, I think it kind of helps. When 50 used to rip like this, like, nigga, you felt that shit. Like, yo, yeah. I can hear. Conway's nasty. Like, yeah. So, shout out to that. Um, Let's run Let's run through this music and film. Oh, I was going to say, last thing we got is film. You, you, Hold on. You finished watching Godfather of Harlem? Nah, I got to catch that last episode. Slacking. But once again, shout out to all you motherfuckers who don't pay for uh, streaming it. services. Because y'all have not been able to ruin this show and for I'm, us And yet. I almost said where it's at, but nah. Yeah, y'all ain't gonna never know <laughs> if you don't know by now. But yeah, it's dope. And oh boy, just doing that uh, Malcolm X role. He's murdering it, ain't he? Bodying. Like I hate to say this, but he, I think it's better than Denzel's. He's killing it. His his tone, his vocal register is exactly like, like you, Malcolm. It, it it you hear charisma in his voice. Crazy dog. Um, you know what I got on though? The only reason I haven't finished up uh Godfather Harlem is I started watching The Watchmen. Yeah, you told us about that last week, dude. Well, peep this. Yo, you, yeah, Mark actually put me on Watchmen. Whenever he said, yo, this takes place in Black Wall Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma, I'm like, mm -hmm. what? Bro, it don't even make sense. Like, it just, it, it blows your mind how much they reinvented this show and how black this show is, right? And I'm watching, I'm watching, I'm watching. It's crazy, it's crazy. But there's this one thing they did the thing, bro. Think about every great black cinema experience you've ever had. And then this thing happens and you're like, fuck, y'all did it again. Why do you do this every time that we get held for being a great black movie? Yeah, what is the thing? Has sex with a white man? Is that or? Black person dies? I don't know. No. There's a co-op that happens every motherfucking time. A co-op. 
it, it gets hijacked. The blackness blackness gets hijacked by. Go on. Moonlight, nigga. What happened with Moonlight? Oh, uh, I, I never watched Moonlight. Oh, exactly. Oh, exactly. Every motherfucking time it turns broke back out of nowhere. You're like, fuck. Like, why could this have not just been black? That's exactly why I didn't go see Moonlight. And that's the like. Not, but it, it, I hope I didn't. Because, I hope, hold on, because yeah. in the in this actually fuck that. I'm not explaining shit. Uh, <laughs> but it's not. It's not. It's not an issue with that. The issue is like, why is it every time I'm excited that we have something oh, that's gonna, focusing on black? Either we're, either we're going. We got to be slaves. And I was like, but we're not. Yeah. We're not slaves. Yeah. And I was like, it, it touched on oppression a little bit. I'm like, all right, cool. This is historic, though. You see what I'm saying? This is what really happened. I could dig it. And they're not dogging us out too bad. And then. All right, but whatever. I ain't going to go too deep into it. But um, incredible show. Nonetheless, still an incredible show, and it has a purpose. But um, You never did go see Queen of Slam, did you? Nope. And Neither did I. So, <laughs> Well, I've been, I've been ducking and dodging and, like, staying out the way. I, I'm gonna tell I haven't you, got hit with any spoilers let me, yet. Let, let me tell you, this is what I surmise from Queen of Slim. And mind you, I have not seen it either. I've only seen the two-minute and 12-second trailer. What it looks like to me is that it was two people on a date. She was not feeling the date. They had that little incident, and then all of a sudden that their love was forged through this incident, which seems so good. Here's what I think happened. And hold on. And even in that, a person with no melanin in their skin determined blacks, determines black love. I don't get that. Because at the end of the day, they like our oppression, our, fle- our fleeing, our whatever this case, oh, that's how they shit, came to be heavy. in love instead of just... oppression. Because they, they were just... We're on a casual date, we're having fun. It's like, no, we're in trying the, to survive in, in the trailer. Brutality. In the trailer, she looked <laughs> oh, like she was not digging him. In the trailer, she looked like... He, yeah, as soon as... As soon as she, You seen it? So as soon as she, he dropped her off, she he was never going to hear from her again. All right. You see what I'm saying? So that happens, and now all of a sudden... Through oppression, fleeing, like basically slavery, <laughs> trauma bonding. Yeah, and now that's how you know. What I'm saying now, all of a sudden, she sees this and the third. Like I was like, that's weird. All right, so here and that's mind you, like and now mind you, I haven't seen the movie and that one part. Mark attests, like, yeah, you're right. Uh, all right, I don't want to talk about no more. These are starting spoilers. These are starting spoilers. I've done, I've done well. With no I'm spoilers. just saying. I'm just saying. I haven't seen it, but that's just what I looked at. And I'm a, I'm a. I'm getting a little deep dive back. And not to mention, I was doing some research and I was rapping with somebody. Lena Waithe is a horrible person. I don't even know who this person is. The person who supposedly is, this is her movie. She's also the person that's behind the shot that had Jason Mitchell. Ah, uh, the lesbian sister, right? I don't know. I don't know her sexual orientation. I mean, did she? I think I've seen her before. Whatever the case, she's done a bunch of stuff. Does she have like shaved hair and like locks? I think so. But yeah, you know, yeah. like I was, like I said, I was doing some research with somebody that like that's into uh, screenwriting and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And like just from the shy alone, the woman that ended up Jason Mitchell ended up getting fired, but uh-huh. after two different people, women, black women, mm-hmm. had told them like, "Yo, like he's this, he's that, like this is not okay," blah blah blah, so on and so forth. And one of the his love interests on the show had to bring her fiance on set mm-hmm. for her, like basically for safety. That's crazy. They ended up firing her before they ended up firing Jason Mitchell. Oh, and wild. like that woman's like now like in uh therapy and so on and so forth. Like and Lena basically like the girl's blackball. Lena's not taking care of her 
nature of the beast. None of that. And like it's just it's this is a bunch of other stuff that just gets deep deeper darker. Well, um you sit still and watch all four hours of the Irishman? Not yet. I'm gonna get into it. Is it fire or no? It's a B. A B? You seen it too? So overrated. All right, I gotta catch it. Like, don't get me wrong. There, like, what got me was people kept making it say like the ending was amazing. All right, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I have not seen this. Everybody knows. Did it? Yeah. It's All right. Like, was the dream team the trifecta? Did oh, that play were, well? That's what I'm saying. Like, they were fire. I'm talking about the story itself. Like, everybody ranting and raved about the ending, but to me, the middle was like was. Oh yeah, yeah. And it didn't need to be four hours long. I feel like I saw it broke up in segments on Netflix. Am I tripping or not? Yeah, no, no. There's a guy that was on Twitter that was like, you know, when sit down and you know, watch the whole three whatever hours, you can watch it like per actual. So they cut it like a miniseries. No, they didn't do that. He's telling you how to make yeah, it a miniseries. They, they, uh, like, yeah. They put Jesus, guy, is it that much filler in there? The way Bro, they're doing it's it? four hours long. What do you think you? I mean, Titanic was damn near that long. No, Titanic was three hours long. Lord of the Rings. Damn, is this the only movie that's ever been four hours long? No, 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 no. Malcolm, it's like, Malcolm X is three. Is this three like hours Roots for white people? <laughs> Malcolm X is three hours and 27 minutes long. Don't ask why. Why do it to yourself? I'm finna fuck with it. Well, um, what else we got? Uh, the new 007 trailer just dropped. I cannot wait. I yeah. love the Daniel Craig 007, and it looks like they're trying He's to introduce. In it. Yeah, it looks uh -huh. like they're trying to introduce the new star of the uh, campaign, mm -hmm. which is a black woman. Yeah. And that threw me for a twist. We had our conversation about Idris Elba being the new 007. I said, fuck that. But I'm down to see a black woman flip it up. That's, just, that's a different little change. I'll, I'll watch it. Yeah, that's kind of my next question. Oh, like, once again, back, yeah. to my, back to my previous point, you know what they're going to do. Once again. Oh, she black, ain't she? Oh, yeah. yeah I know that's She's going that. to like women. Or a white man. Or a white man. Because that's how they do every time we get... We can't just... It can't just be black on its own. It's always you know got to be something You know the sad part is how excited we'll be if we're wrong? Dude, we'll be fucking lit. <laughs> like, but, but here's the thing. I think, I think Hollywood is so scared of like letting something just be really black. Like, I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, you gotta hopefully, think, you gotta think Holly Berry being a part of the franchise was a big deal, and for a franchise that was thirty was this years one old with Pierce Brosnan, yeah, wearing like uh yeah, Hugo Ball suits yeah, the whole time. Hugo Ball. Yo, when Tom Ford got control of that wardrobe, shit went crazy. Shout out to Tom Ford, dog. Like, I'd be ready to watch the Bond movies just to see like how well tailored the suits are gonna be. I can't wait to see this shit. It was something else we had to talk about, but oh, I'll save it for next week. Let's do that. Because I'm quite sure. What are we running? 140-something? No, nah, about two hours. All right, we live. We live, man. I'll say for next week. Well, hell yeah. You got anything else? Nah, that's it. <laughs> we didn't really drop our socials, but make sure you're following us on all social media, at Nowadays on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. On Instagram, you're something else. I'm going to pop up before the 913. We don't know that. Whatever, bro. What's, CJ, what's his name? it's on site when I see you, homie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trash because that should not tickle Beat me. This little 13 year old from Wisconsin up, bro. And you said you, <laughs> hey, huh? We it's done. All right, we, we're it's gonna done. leave it. Right, I don't even know the particulars. 
Got a car bomb, CJ. Yeah. Yo, they had it. Hold on. Hey. Hey, this doesn't affect the story, but they had a character that, like, they tell you, like, how certain characters die in real life. One of them said they died by a nail, nail bomb. Jeez. Louise. I didn't even know that was a thing until I. Oh, yeah. When until the mafia go- got on that bomb and shit. Yo, a nail bomb? Yo, Godfather Harlem's heart. Yeah. Yeah. It's not funny at all. Like, like, it's like a funny. character will walk by and they'll just like this is how he they'll died. just place how he died. That's he was right. like, God. Oh, I gotta see this. He was like, yeah, shot five times in the back of the school, leaving the parking garage. You just like Yeah, you just be like, yeah. Like they was really knocking they was knocking cats off gruesomely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Stop, y'all. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. I want to see it. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I'm. Uh, no, I'm on social media. I'm DJ High IQ. DJ H I G H E Y E Q. We got homework. Jones sounds like a spell. Spells like it sounds. On everything. On everything. Uh, Celestial Films. William Hera. Some Celestial Pictures. All right. Mixtape Monkey. Boom. Um, we lit, man. It's been another successful episode of the Rebellious Podcast. Um, we want to yeah. salute everybody. What you got? I guess if somebody actually do like these hoodies, you can hit me up. We can get these to you. And we Absolutely. Get them, we get them in t-shirts. You know? Your plug for the back Black Panther hoodies on deck for sure. Um, rest in power to all the fallen soldiers of the Black Panther movement. Anybody that stood for anything just and righteous. Big up to the side of Shakur, too. For sure, for yeah. sure. Um, Everybody that's dreaming big and hustling hard, man, keep pushing, bro. We got to do this for it's, – it's, it's way bigger than us, for sure. Continue to dream big, hustle hard. Living undefeated. Absolutely. We will see you next Wednesday at 9 o'clock, same place, same time for the Rebellious Podcast. Share this shit, ho.